Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The world can be one together. Cosmos without hatred. Stars like diamonds in your eyes. The ground can be space, 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 space. With feet marching towards a peaceful sky. All the moon men want things their way. But we make sure they see the sun. Goodbye, moon men. Say goodbye, moon man. Goodbye, moon man. Goodbye, moon man. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What the hell is going on, everybody? It is Tuesday, January the 12th of 2016. And this is episode number 323 of the panels on page.com podcast. Find every episode of this and all the other shows at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Uh, I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Eyes. Sometimes on days like today, your iTunes shuffles on two different Steven Seagal songs, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, Songs perform. You have two Steven Seagal performed songs. I actually have a whole album that Steven Seagal <laughs> did, and it decided to randomly shuffle on two of those today. Huh. It's been a bad iTunes day. You must have done something to deserve it. <laughs> Figure Probably it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jose Guzman's here. Chocolate rain. <laughs> and Mr. Kelly Harris. Brett Michaels makes the best Snapple. <laughs> What flavor Snapple does Brett Michaels make, I have to ask? He makes Traparaca. Oh, Is that for yeah. real? Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. It's delicious. <laughs> Snapple's still a good. It's a Traparaca, motherfuckers! It's got mango and pear and peach and cinnamon. 
There's a lot going on in there. Herpes, delicious. So, man, do you know the? Would you like to know the origin of Traparaca? Yes. Would I? So, Brett Michaels was once a contestant on The Celebrity Apprentice. Correct. And one of their challenges one week was to make a brand of a new flavor of Snapple. Yes. Brett Michaels has won, won, and it's been in production ever since, and it's delicious. Ever since? Goddamn. Usually those are like one-off products that they have in like three stores for about a week, but Traparaca's rocking strong, huh? He said, no, no, no. That shit's all delicious. We keeping it. (laughs) It's the only diet thing I drink. Smells like feet, (laughs) y'all. True. I think Penn Gillette had an ice cream on The Apprentice that stayed around for a while, too. Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. It was uh, like a Dwayne Reed ice cream. Something like that, yeah. Called Swirl, I think. Something like that. So, yeah. Sounds right. Oh, fucking big doings happening here. Oh. Oh, okay. So, Facebook has got all these desktop notifications now that are fucking up my world. Yeah, you can turn those off. Didn't know that was a thing until right now. Like, what the shit is this? And go, oh, okay. It's some shit I saw on my phone 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Way to get with the time there, Facebook. You fuck. Uh, see so what, what's going on? Let's see. Um, uh, back in the gym, full time. Finally, the holidays are gone. Things are slowing down. Uh, just in time for my psychotic coach, who uh, just received his bike belt a couple weeks ago. So very good for that guy. Very exciting. Uh, he instituted what he calls Warrior Wednesdays. Now, typically, what we'll do is we'll go in and we'll have like you know, like a do a light warm up, like twenty ish minutes or something, and then we'll learn some techniques and drills and shit for like a you know half hour, forty minutes, and then we'll do like an hour of contact sparring. Which is a lot of contact sparring. Most gyms don't do that. On Warrior Wednesdays, the fuck all that. It is two hours of full contact sparring, and it is insanely difficult. But getting fucking ripped. It's kind of nice. I got a tournament coming up on the 23rd so fucking good vibes for that i'm gonna go back out and fight and hopefully not have my goddamn legs swell up like i you know like it's allergic to shellfish or some shit it was insane yeah don't do that i'll do my best learn some things it's gonna be all right feel good about it I'm a goddamn monster these days it's gonna be good Let's see what the fuck else um I finally got uh, over the weekend. Was able to square up and get all the other, all the other Dino Charge Zord guys, all the little dinosaurs. <laughs> Everything that's out now until uh, the last one comes out in a couple months. And I gotta tell you, I was sick to fucking death of messing with them when I finally got the rest of them. Because what I've learned is that if the Japanese version of these toys has two paint colors on it, just two, the American will have one. <laughs> Like, they will not paint everything on that fucking thing to make it look like the show or the Japanese toys. So, I've been silver markering and black painting them some bitches for a while, and it's not all ready. Like, the little gun thing is still not quite right, but I couldn't do it anymore. I just fucking couldn't. Like, it just lost all meaning. Because all I was doing for two weeks after Christmas was fucking with those things. But, they look really cool now that it's all done. And the kid is super into it. I told Zoe the other day, I said, I've been waiting your entire life to get into Power Rangers with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just very, very lucky that it happens to be a good year because they're not all good years, man. Like, like it was quite a dark patch there from what I understand. But, like, it's actually pretty fun. That Uncharted stuff is cool. And she got a, she ordered a a costume because on Amazon they had the kids 
Pink Ranger costume as like an add-on item for $4. So we snatched that shit up. And there is a uh, little local uh, comic convention this weekend. We're going to go up there. and She's going to wear a costume and all that fun shit. So that'll be fun. She will enjoy the hell out of that. There was a $4 add-on Pink Ranger costume on Amazon, but they were out of stock. So Lee took it to Walmart. <laughs> Don't think I wouldn't. <laughs> and found a $90 Pink Ranger costume that they had in stock and swindled the lady at the service desk to give him a price match. She was up there. Nicole went up there for something the other day and said, hey, they got another one of those fucking swords to do the thing again. <laughs> they were sold out. I was very bummed out. That reminds me. Jose, have you noticed this? Well, because you're living over on that side of town now. In Orlando, we now have year-round Halloween stores. What? What? Why? You know those Halloween stores yeah. that pop up around September? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They yeah. sell stores? costumes? We have year-round Halloween stores. They're not spirit brand, but they're they're essentially the same shit. Year-round Halloween stores now. That's weird. There was one. There yeah. was a place in Antioch, Illinois, where I used to live around there. That was, it was called J.J. Blinkers. And it was like a costume shop, but it was that. It was a costume shop. Like it wasn't so Halloween-themed. And they had, like, magic tricks and shit up there, too. It was oh, a very weird yeah. kind of old-school place. But it wasn't explicitly Halloween. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was weird as well. But there's two of them in Orlando in different parts Where of town. The, the one by you is on Orange Blossom Trail, just uh, uh, a little bit north of the mall. Well, shit, I know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's there's weird. another one uh, on the corner of Kirkman and International Drive next to the old, the big and tall where I used to work. That doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. But you, if you think about it, like, you know, there's party stores. Like, like Party City will have costumes year-round. That's true. That's true. So, but that, so that's nice. But if you also think about it, you ever... Uh, we've we've had the problem with like if we're shooting like a short film or something like that and we need a costume piece we'd be like oh man it would be fucking great if there was a halloween store open this time of year <laughs> so i don't know it it could it could work out <clears throat> like mary suggested the asshole place that she used to work used to have weekly themed parties so maybe maybe that's their market is all these fucking uh you know businesses that have stupid theme parties every week and that the employees have to go out and get costumes for <laughs> yeah somebody is just <laughs> fucking either will be broke by may or is going to be just swimming in a fucking pool of 20s yeah it's crazy fucking good good on you man so what else we got um i started working on that uh the rx 78 kit that nicole got me for christmas and after i built five of the gundam wing kits which nice like hey they all look the fucking same well they all kind of built the same too like the, the, the skeleton on the mall is basically the same like the armor on the outside is different the weapons and shit so they look you know kind of different when they're done but the guts are all the same not this thing the new thing that i'm working on is fucking crazy like it's completely different all engineered differently i think it may end up being a little bit bigger and there's even like this there's this like cavernous hole in the upper chest where you can install an led kit if you want to make his eyes light up and shit oh like, yes yes please it's Pretty fucking rad, <laughs> but I'm not soldering shit. <laughs> that's simply not happening, dude. That's some next level shit. Soldering, like, yeah. Did you have you ever soldered anything? I uh, when I was in art school, we had to do a project. We had to take 
copper wire and like make an animal out of it, like soldering it together and shit like that. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my fucking <laughs> life because we were super fucking broke, you know, being in art school and shit and working as a rent-a-cop. Like, I could only afford to buy, like, the cheapest solder and the cheapest wire and the cheapest soldering iron. <laughs> so it was all fucking bad. Like, real, real bad. I remember, I, I forget what the class was called in eighth grade, but it was, it had different stations with a different skill you could learn. Like, one station was you would put on a radio show. One station was you would build a bridge out of uh, little pieces of wood. One station was uh, flight simulator, and then another station was you got to solder together uh, this little. Um, I guess it was a, 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 a what like a circuit board, like a circuit board with lights in it, and it, it had a drawing of R two D two on the front of it, and then you soldered the shit together, and then the the lights would light up. And you got to play with fucking solder and soldering iron. I burnt the fuck out of myself. It was <laughs> yeah, a pretty. I ended up with this this sad fucking, you know. I I, I sketched. I designed all these really kind of impressive things, right? And then I started fucking around with the wire, and I said, "No, this is impossible." So I ended up with a penguin that was basically a bowling pin with a couple of arms on the side. <laughs> <laughs> penguin. There you go. Don't make me do this ever again, please. But man, like that's that's some next level Gundam. I, I think you should go for it. It's it's pretty intense. Uh, oh, as is the uh, the Metal Gear Solid Five. I got that for Christmas. I, I fired that up last week. It's pretty wild, man. It, it takes. Did any of you guys ever play the Metal Gear games? Metal Gear Solid. No. Yeah, I, I was into them for a while. It takes. I dig them. It takes like the the stealth infiltration stuff of that game of those games that, that yeah, as it already exists, and adds in some of the uh, like resource and squad management of the PSP games that I played a little bit of, and it's all like it's open world, right? So there's like two there's one there's a map in Afghanistan and a map in like the Zaire border in Africa. And you kind of just fucking helicopter in, you know, and you're either rescue, you know, assassination, whatever the mission is, you know, at that particular time. And you can go in. You can do anything from. It's kind of like uh, like Metal Gear Solid and Hitman. Like Hitman always had multiple ways to beat the level. You know that's kind of one of the cool things about it. And this is kind of the same way. So long as you achieve the objective, that's all that really matters. You know. And if shit starts going south, and you got these guys coming on you. You can just fucking pull out your little walkie-talkie and call in an airstrike, and a helicopter shows up and blows the shit out of everything. Like it's pretty rad. But then if you you know shit goes poorly, they'll blow your helicopter out of the sky. And it'll cost you like thirty thousand dollars. Which is pretty well, cheap that's for a helicopter. Free, man. But it's pretty fucking fun. I like it. I pay for the helicopter. It's kind of rad. It's, uh, but it's another one of those things, kind of like the prequels, where like uh, this one and then in Peace Walker and Portable Ops, this is like the third or fourth game where you've played as Naked Snake, who eventually becomes Big Boss, who's like, you know, the bad guy of the series. So like for half the, half the life of the Metal Gear franchise, you've played as Solid Snake, the other half, you basically played as like Naked Snake, you know, who becomes his mortal enemy towards the uh, the midpoint of it. Like the continuity is all kind of fucking nuts, but it all works in a weird way. Like, and when you put the timeline out, like they, at no point do they contradict themselves. Like the technology that they use in this version of Soviet era Afghanistan is a little more advanced than the shit they had in 1997, Alaska. Oddly enough, <laughs> so go figure on that shit. But they don't, you know, the the story adds up. 
Like it doesn't, they don't break it anywhere, which is kind of impressive. We can consider that they've been telling these stories via these games for like you know twenty plus damn years. You know, they can't do that shit in an X Men movie. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's some wild stories, man. They go out there. They go way the fuck out there. And but and Kiefer Sutherland plays Snake in this one, which is a weird choice because it's been David Hayter for a decade. Huh. Kiefer Sutherland, huh? And and then and he doesn't. Like they don't give him a whole lot to do. Like there's nowhere near as much chatter in this game as the other ones. Maybe because it's not quite as linear, I guess. It is pretty fucking cool though. Like you can bring little buddies out. Like um, you can equip a, a friend for the mission. Either like a like a like a horse at the beginning, and now I have like a like a like a wild dog the snake rescue that they trained. So if you fucking aim a gun at a guy, and you can tell the dog to go kill it. It'll fucking run out and rip <laughs> its fucking throat out. It's kind of cool. It's pretty rad. Like it's pretty fucking cool. Like. If you got the PS4 and have you know played those games, you should definitely check it out. It's fucking rad. That's, uh, that's all I got, man. What's going on, Kelly? I've I've been busy these uh, past couple of days. All right. On, uh, on Sunday, I was a goddamn hero. A hero. And discovered a minor ga- gas leak at work. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> I walk into. I, walk about, into I legit saved the day, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I walk, hey, hey guys, uh, kind of smells, we got some natural gas going on in here. Then everyone else starts smelling, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you might be right. So I'm like, we're standing around trying to figure out, well, what do we One do? One of the guys just ripped a fart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure out, like, how do we proceed? And then we start thinking, like, oh, man, it's starting to smell really bad. So we jump to the first conclusion, which is we just call the fire department. <laughs> yeah, good policy. <laughs> Fire but like the non-emergency up. fire department, or did you yeah. just straight up call nine one one? Well, we called nine one one, and then they then they directed us to where we <laughs> needed to go. So the the firefighters come out, and they walk in like ah, we don't smell anything. Like well, what? <laughs> well, we do, and like the other people in the businesses neighboring us do. So there's gonna be something, and like. <laughs> You're all one like, of the and protect man, and they're like, "That's the police, motherfucker." Yeah, one of the two firefighters had like some kind of device thing in their hand, and they're trying to like detect the gas. And the other one turns to that guy and goes, "Oh, you're not gonna get anything with that." <laughs> what the shit? Yeah, so apparently they were just full on using wrong equipment too. So then they leave. Uh, they're like, "Okay, uh, the energy guy's gonna come out and see what's going on." I'm like, okay. In the meantime, a cop comes by to follow up the nine one one call. Yeah, he goes. He walks in. And goes. Oh, I don't really smell any gas either. What the hell? Okay, fine, whatever. So he goes on his way. The We Energy guy comes in. He's like, Oh, it smells like gas in here. Like fucking finally. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so he looks around. The heating unit's on the roof. So he's got to go on the roof. Couple. He tells us, you know, it's gonna. It's safe. We can open up. So we let people in and start going about our business. He comes back down like a. Maybe 20 minutes later, and he tells us that the heater was misfiring, sending natural gas into the store and carbon monoxide outside. Jesus. So, well, we better carbon monoxide outside, outside than inside, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that could have been bad. But luckily, we have a cat in the store, so we're we are using her as our canary. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching her. If she, like, passed out, we knew we needed to get out of the store. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, kind of a bad way to check to see if there's a gas leak because cats sleep like 23 hours a day. She was a good canary. She <laughs> stayed up the whole day. 
That she knew she had a job to do that I day. Fucking got this. <laughs> Waiting right, for my so time well, to chime. A lot of in your hands. The downside of being a hero was I just had the worst headache for most of yesterday. Oh yeah, you did. And what else? Uh, hey man, but you're um, on the show. You're alive. I know. I, I'm. I'm alive. I. I survived. Gas leak 2016. <laughs> then yesterday I spent a good chunk of the day being sad because David Bowie died. Oh. And then I went to go see the fun, uh, family-friendly romp that is The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. You ever, good? See, you ever want to see a guy go through some shit? Go see The Revenant. Like it, It's a good movie. It's an objectively good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm never going to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it belongs on the shelf next to a rec- Requiem for a Dream, huh? Yeah, it's very much... It's very comparable to many Darren Aronofsky movies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brutal. It's a fucking brutal ass movie. The guy that did um, Birdman. Yes. Oh, is that that guy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautifully shot movie. It's amazingly acted. And some of those fucking shots looked amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Like DiCaprio deserves to win the Oscar for sure because again. Watching this movie, I can't imagine that a single day of shooting this movie was enjoyable. Like, it just looked like hell to make this movie. <laughs> because even there's one scene where he's just hanging out with a dude and they're catching snowflakes on their tongues. And even that day had to suck because they're <laughs> sitting in giant fucking piles of snow. <laughs> like, nothing in that movie looked like, oh, I bet that day was fun. It was just... It's a it's a crazy violent movie. It's and the violence is like really realistic. Like it's not super over the top, which makes it even more disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a long movie. I really recommend if you're going to see it, just wait until it's out on home release because you're going to want to take a break halfway through. Needs an intermission like Hateful 8. It did. Yeah, cuz there is actually funny. There's a point when I started noticing it was probably around the hour and a half, maybe two hour mark, when everyone in the theater kind of started shifting around in their seats. <laughs> like just everyone was like, "Come on, let's uh, let's, let's get going on this. <laughs> I'll go do something else because this is a little too much." <laughs> I don't like how this movie makes me feel about myself. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see someone just get wrecked by a bear, this is the movie for you. <laughs> see the meme that shows the bear winning this year before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that it's The Revenant is a good movie. It deserves all the awards it's getting, but I'm never going to watch it again. It's 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 really good, but a little too much. <laughs> she got real. So, I, I didn't realize that you were such a big Bowie fan, Kelly. I didn't realize that you did your college thesis on Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, what I did for uh my final like big paper in my capstone class was I looked at some of his different characters and the albums associated with them and deconstructed the messages and how he used the various characters to kind of say what he wanted to with those albums. I feel bad as a mentor that I didn't know that. You know, That's I okay. Should, I, should, <laughs> I should know everything about your, your process there. But you're going <laughs> to tell me that you're a huge Bowie fan and you didn't see the Labyrinth until today? Yeah, I don't know how. That's a thing that I've never seen before. 
I saw like, that shit in the theater. Stuff. I don't know how that's just escaped my grasp until now, but I think on Twitter, Mahoney said it best. I've been watching too much wrestling. That's too, probably a fair point. Too much Japan <laughs> shit. Like, I looked at that tweet. I, for, I should say, I put down the book on the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling <laughs> to look at the tweet that Mahoney sent. Because <laughs> that's a real thing. And you're like, he's watching me right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. See, Bowie was one of those th- guys that, like, I, I, I've never, like, I've never sat down and listened to a Bowie album. Like, I've never been, I was never a fan of his music. Like, this never spoke to me. But, you know, you can't deny, like, you know, the impact that dude had as, like, an icon and everything else. Like, I was very surprised and kind of moved to see all these people come out of the little work yesterday that were, like, genuinely impacted. It was kind of... Yeah. And then Unified a lot moments. of a lot of people that you know just wanted to be part of something. Uh, could yeah. be that too. <laughs> Someone on Twitter made the point: if you remove Bowie from like the cultural zeitgeist or whatever, I think in comics you would lose as much as if you took Jack Kirby out of comics history. You might not be too far off the mark, just there. in terms of influence from comics. Yeah, really? yeah, I would say so. I'm willing to buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Seeing a lot of people uh, absolutely crushed by the news of Bowie's passing got me to thinking about, like, who would affect me that much? And I just can't. I can't think of it. Like, first of all, most of my heroes are already dead. <laughs> 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 Fucking John Belushi, Chris Farley, Heath Ledger, you know, name a few. You know, maybe... You know, 15 years ago, I would have lost my shit if Kevin Smith had died, but not these <laughs> I days. I feel like I don't, get, I don't get too upset when, like, you know, people that share blood with me die. Yeah. You know, like, I, I've got, I, I'm, I'm, you know, as Nicole says, I'm dead inside. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, death doesn't really hit me the same way it does normal people. I think I might be a mild sociopath. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why the Bowie death hit me as hard as it did, but well, like I, mean, I was fucking crushed yesterday. I all this stuff though is that I, but I was sort of you know takes solace in the fact is that like the, you know the art is still going to be there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's always going to be there. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that gives someone a bit of immortality. Yeah, when you know sure. even even if their their mortal being ceases existing on this earthly plane, they still exist. You know, in your mind and. You know, on fucking MP3 or you know Netflix or whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you young kids are listening to. <laughs> I did read the story though about how like you know that he basically deliberately waited to release that album and those videos so he knew it was gonna die, and like I thought that was oddly just yeah, that shit's intense. Just, yeah, that's crazy. Just romantic as fuck. Yeah, that's and, cool. Like, just just ever the showman. Like what a fucking way to go out. Like. I should hope that I can be that at peace with dying when my fucking time comes. To be like, no, let's make my death a performance art piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like insane like, going back and listening to the album that day. And I was like, how the fuck did we not see this coming? Just listening to the lyrics and stuff. Because <laughs> there's one there's one song with the where the last video he came out, the opening line is, I pu- I'm up here in heaven, or something like that. Even I heard it, you'll hear it on the break tonight. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the even crazier song where he just keeps saying, where the fuck did Monday go? It's like he knew he was going to die on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucking wild. Yeah, it's insane. 
Labyrinth. Yeah, Labyrinth is great. I, <laughs> I don't know how I've never seen that movie until today. The fucking killer codpiece, son. Oh, that oh. wasn't no codpiece. That was... That, that was, was just, all real. He, That's he all was, Bowie. He was filling those tights out real nice. That's the fucking full stardust. <laughs> Man, and all those... Everything in that movie still holds up and looks That's a cool-looking movie. I bet... I bet Zoe Besides the CGI that, owl, the, out of her. the CGI owl is bad. Oh yeah, but that, other actually, than that, that's bad. You cut out the opening credits and it all looks awesome. The opening credits are horseshit. <laughs> I think Zoe <laughs> it, would it looks dig like it. a Windows uh, screensaver yes. from ninety-five, <laughs> early nineties. <laughs> I think Zoe's old enough that she she might dig it because there's definitely some creepy shit in there. But it's still yeah. a kids' movie. Like I saw it in the theaters and and I watched it pretty regularly. I wouldn't say it's much more creepy than The Wizard of Oz is. It's still on Netflix, yeah? No. No, because I was going to look. I had it in my list on Netflix, and I went to go watch it today, and it wasn't there. I feel like it's been there every time I looked at my Netflix queue for the past seven years. Yeah, Mary yeah it was there I, every time but today. <laughs> Mary and I watched it on Netflix probably six, seven months ago. I don't think she had ever seen it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I ended up paying four bucks to see it on Amazon. Well, it's worth, worth it. That's fucking yeah, worth it. Well, for a first time seeing Labyrinth, absolutely. Yeah. Apparently, I went to go see if it was on YouTube, and they you can rent it on there for like three bucks or something. But I did. I was looking at the comments, and the top comment was, "What the fuck? This was free two days ago." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Cool. Had some friends over, and they rented uh, on the Amazon's the Magic Mike XXL. They all saw the theater, and I saw the first Magic Mike. Fuck, I'll watch Magic Mike. I don't give a shit. I gotta tell you guys, as if I, you know, I knew what to expect, but that shit's barely a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, they fucking went for that thing they were going for. God bless them. But that shit is barely a narrative. <laughs> Do you have to have seen Magic Mike 1 to get Magic Mike XXL? No, no, they uh, they they Kevin Nash gives you all the exposition you need at the beginning to kind of get you caught up. Kevin Nash breaks it down. So I'm not like, even joking. Like, Let me you, tell you what's going on. Are you seeing the movie through Kevin Nash's perspective? Oh, that'd or? be amazing. Is but he the hero of this? Story? There's a bit though, like uh, his whole bit from, is that he, when he was in the club, he was Tarzan, right. a big fucker with like a loincloth thing or whatever. And there's a bit where they're you know, they're on the beach. They're kind of the whole thing is they're going to have their big last Roth, the stripper convention thing. And so they're on the beach, they're just talking to these girls or whatever. And Mike's introducing all the boys. And he gets to Kevin Nash. He just kind of looks at him like he wants so goddamn bad to say Tarzan because he has no idea what his actual name is. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> Ernest, man. He goes, Right, Ernest. <laughs> Which is like, I think, I think, I think Goten has had that experience in his own life a great many times. So it can be done. That's not ridiculous. <laughs> I need to ask you something about this movie. Okay. To see if something that I've heard is true. Okay. So for the first movie, a friend of mine, I hadn't seen it. I still haven't seen it. A friend of mine convinced me that there was a scene where Kevin Nash is in a shower with a glass, like a, a kind of frosted shower door. Yeah. And you're seeing from outside the shower and he takes his balls and rubs them on the shower door. I think you can so. Kind of see that. Not in the second <laughs> that, one. That may have happened in the first one. That did not happen in the first one. That was a lie. Okay. So I'm seeing if he lied to me again. Okay. Is there a scene where Kevin Nash gets an HJ from a lady while Joe Manganiello watches? No. Okay. <laughs> no. 
God damn it, Tom, you're a liar. No, damn it, Tom. <laughs> but one of the uh, running plot threads of the movie is Joe Manganiello's character trying to find a girl, a woman, that can handle all of his massive dick. And they refer to that mythical woman as the glass slipper. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Canyon. So it's a... Uh, like I said, barely a fucking movie. Speaking of dick, like, in either movie, do you actually get to see a dick? No, but there's some fucking tight, pocketed things happening. So, I mean, you, you get to see the whole fucking package, but no actual exposed fucking shaft. Okay, so it's, it's like, very well, uh, tightly wound. It's covered, but you see it all. You see the oh, veins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fucking there. I and, and no, no bullshit. The choreography is really fucking impressive. Like, no lie. It's pretty cool. But, you know, not a movie. <laughs> I would hope so. Kevin would... Nash busting out some moves? Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> For, as, as little and as poorly as he danced in the first one, like, in the second one, they just have at one point, they, one of the guys looks at him and goes, how are the knees? And he goes, rough, man. <laughs> <laughs> They explained away his even worse abilities to dance with one line of dialogue in this movie. I'm like, you fucking do you, Kevin Nash. You've not lived until you've seen Kevin Nash on the stage, slightly stripping with a fucking, like, big-ass knee brace on. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. What's up, Nice? Uh, Not much this week. Uh, uh, Went to the ER last night with Mary. She's been having... A lot of nosebleeds for the past month, which is worrisome oh. because if you're not used to getting nosebleeds, and I'm I'm not used to people getting nosebleeds except for Jose, it, it worries me because <laughs> I feel like it's blood coming from your brain. Like that's not a good sign. When no. blood is coming to draw that connection. When blood is coming out of your head, let's let's fix it somehow. So she's been having nosebleeds for about a month now. And uh, yesterday she got two, one after she got home from work that just would not stop to the Jesus. point where Ugh. you know she was spitting out huge clots. So oh. we get, oh, we got in there. the car and I drove her to the ER and uh, they stuck a fancy clothespin on her nose, uh, a fancy plastic clothespin which probably cost seven hundred dollars, <laughs> and uh, uh, gave her some tissues and sent her on her way. <laughs> I think I've got one of those in the house because we had to take my grandpa to the hospital Wait, once for a nosebleed. Like nothing, like no sort of diagnostics. I mean, yeah, they d- took her blood pressure and you know they sprayed some nose spray up there and and we sat there and they kept an eye on it until it eventually stopped. It stopped, uh, but no idea as to what actually caused it. So she's not supposed to bend down or blow her nose or. Uh, She's she's got to be very careful with it for the next week to hopefully let it heal up so that it won't keep bleeding. Because what happened? Yeah, if it keeps doing it. They'll have to go in there and uh, singe those vessels off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the spray that they gave her was something to close up the vessels. But what caused it last night is she uh, blew her nose. So whatever you know, she's been having these nosebleeds for about a month. So you know, every every time it would stop, you know, it would. I guess it would start to scab over or whatever. Right, right, right. But when she would blow her nose, that would just fucking, you know, shake the scab loose. Well, that's good though, because like if it's if that kind of shit brings it on, then you know it's not brain related. Hopefully, know? yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was fun. Uh, you know, to to pass the time, I did bring my uh, 
championship belt from uh, Pop Fantasy Football with me to the ER. You're and just, a fucking champion. I just cut promos on everybody in the waiting room, and once we, <laughs> once we got back into the ER, you know, I just challenged people to hardcore matches in their little uh, little rooms and stuff like that. It was nice, you know. Uh, they didn't really appreciate it. And they did ask me to leave at one point, but uh, it was a fun time. It, it was good like, getting the belt out in public. Some kind of fucked up make-a-wish thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, at one point I asked this little sick kid, like, hey, do you want to you wanna hold my belt? And the little sick kid reached out his little frail arms to hold the belt. I'm like, oh, it's heavy. Be careful. He goes to grab it. And I go, no, you can't touch that. That's mine. I'm the champ. And I just <laughs> held it in his face and taunted him for being sickly. Should have told him, sit down, fat boy. <laughs> I, yeah, I love how Ric Flair doesn't actually have to point a- at anyone in particular when he insults someone and calls him fat boy. <laughs> he just he just throws it out into the audience, and you know there's at least six or seven guys who are like, oh. Yep. I'd get that way just watching Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, Ric Flair, that's not nice. Uh, the only really other thing that we did this week was uh, Wednesday was Jose's niece Destiny's 18th birthday party. 18. Oh, wow. 18 years. I've known her since she was maybe less than one years old. Maybe maybe just just past one years old. Uh, Obviously, Jose's known her all of his life, all of her life. That's crazy. He, He was actually in the delivery room. In that shit. She was crying, crying, crying. And then I came over to the little table where she was at, tickled her little feet, and she stopped. She said, you know what? It's going to be all right. But it was really nice because she's grown up to be a lovely, smart young woman with uh, dreams of being a makeup artist. And, Uh you know, me and Mary just kind of got to sit there and talk with her for a little bit and bullshit. And uh, it was real nice. It, It it's good to have been a part of her 18th birthday because you know it only comes around, uh, you know, once in once in your life. <clears throat> so it was special. It was a very special night. Uh, I congratulated her on uh, one not getting knocked up, and two, up until this point with the name Destiny, uh, not uh, becoming a stripper. So all very important. Very yeah. like I think she needs to be commended for that i mean sure at she just turned 18 so she's now prime stripper age but i think i I at least helped plant the seeds that you know don't please don't strip (laughs) please don't (laughs) no one wants that he said no much goddamn money to make it a night oh and i can't argue with that logic (laughs) uh, her mom brings out the cake and we're all singing happy birthday and then everybody's pissed at me because I bring my championship belt with, and I smash the cake in Destiny's face and challenge her to a fucking triple threat match <laughs> with her uncle, and and they kick me out of the party. I'm just like, I just came here for some Chinese food and to be the champion of all of your asses, and they just, they just didn't appreciate it. Oh, Christ almighty. What we got going on, Jose? Well, saw Hateful Eight, folks. Oh, right on. You had a little date night, and... I don't know if there's a better date night movie than Hateful Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> fucking Jennifer Jason Lee gets the shit kicked out of her in that. Yeah, all <laughs> fucking night. Punched, shot, punched, Other stuff punched, <laughs> punched again. Elbowed, elbowed in the fucking mouth. 
it was good. Dark. Once the blood got flowing, man, you couldn't turn it off. No. <laughs> a lot of talking up until that point. And then it was just like, it was odd. It's like you're watching a play and then suddenly you're watching a trauma movie. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a fucking really good tagline. <laughs> you thought you were watching a play. Now fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was kind of feeling like what Kelly was saying about the Revenant. Like I've seen it once and it's just fucking long. I don't, it doesn't feel like a Pulp Fiction to me where I would want to just pick I, it up at any time. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think it's ultimately rewatchable. I think the second half is yes. Yeah. Like I had to be very picky. Like there was great moments, but he showed fucking horses riding in the snow for a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long time long time like we took the trip we saw that they were they were five minutes away <laughs> oh it took five minutes for them to get here there was no <laughs> there was no time lapse you rode with them you you felt what it was like to be on the road on a horse and i think <laughs> your ass hurts a few minutes in you're like oh wait a minute yeah i i yeah. think rewatching it too you lose some of the you know, because there's definitely twists and turns in it from the first half to the second half. So I think rewatching it, you'll lose that kind of suspense of of what the twist is. So I would have to. I, I could watch it from from the tee on without giving anything away. From from the tee. When when they they there was a uh, what's her name? You mean Secret. the coffee? Yeah, the coffee I meant. Yeah, that whole that whole story right before the intermission. Yeah. So, yeah. So wh- where did they break the movie? Where was the intermission? Uh, it was uh, well, you know, a not little after s- the story. Yes, yes. Uh, after the story, someone dies, and then they break. Okay. After the after the first guy that dies, yes, breaks. yes, yeah. Almost immediately. Because that's where everything starts getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Samuel Jackson's just fucking Johnson speech. What the fuck? <laughs> he called it a dingus. The movie led up to him <laughs> telling this old man. <laughs> no, don't spoil it for Lee. No, yeah, you can't spoil yeah, it. I haven't seen it yet. Ah. <laughs> uh, I will try to make it happen between now and next week so we can talk about it. He called it, right, so it. He called it his dingus so many times and all yeah. I could think of was Steve <laughs> Rule. Impossible. It's it's great. Like there's great dialogue, there's great moments, the music's awesome. It's it's a great movie. I just can't pick it up from the beginning. It's not And I'm glad I saw it in the theater. I glad I, like I want to see the Revenant on the big screen because some of them shots just look fucking amazing. So that's one I want to see before it leaves just to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'll probably never great. watch it again. So I would rather, if that's a one shot, if that's a one time movie where I, I, I need to see that in the theater is what I'm saying. So I'm going to, so deal with it world. Um, I don't know. Did I tell you guys I finished Jessica Jones? No. no. 
So can we talk about that? Yeah. Of course. Dug it. I I mean, like, I really like Daredevil, but I think this is a notch above Daredevil for me. 100%. I saw yeah, I heard the people the other day, I was reading online, somebody shit-talking the ending of Jessica Jones saying it was cl- anticlimactic and lackluster. And I'm like, if you think that ending is anticlimactic, you weren't fucking paying attention. <laughs> like, it's kind of the only way that story could end and was perfect. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> like, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, for a second, I didn't know if she was going to do it. Yeah. And then she does, and you're like, oh, shit fire. <laughs> she does the fuck out of it. She's like, no, no, no. You will not be saying shit ever. Ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> and I dug... Uh, Kelly, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, I dug... Uh, um, uh, What's-her-face being in it, the crossover from Daredevil. So that was cool. Uh, Rosario Dawson? Yeah, yes. that was cool. Uh, I, I really like that. So that was cool. You know, they established this is all one world. Luke Cage? Fucking solid, man. Amazing. Rock solid. I got, I got no beef with that guy. <laughs> you better not. Cool. Um, he's no fucking Benny Butterballs playing a cat on Dr. Strange. <laughs> that post in the population group on Facebook made me laugh so much. <laughs> Wait, let me, let me find it and I will read it for everyone listening. Uh, Jose is sometimes <laughs> breaking. Uh, here it is uh, in the population group, January sixth. Breaking news: first look, footage surfaces from the set of Doctor Strange of Buttercup Bumblebridges and Doctor Strange playing a pissed off cat, <laughs> and it's Benedict Cumberbatch doing the motion capture and and uh, voice recording of Smaug from the Hobbit movies. <laughs> and legit, I watched it with the sound off, and I read Jose's caption. I'm like, oh my god, he is playing a pissed off cat. I was working on the uh uh the show again, the audio right, all that stuff. And you know, Zoe was up here doing her thing and she says, So, does everyone on the podcast have a job to do? And I said, Yeah, for the most part, I mean <laughs> You know, they really doesn't do shit. And she's like, why not? I go, when Jose does something, it really matters. <laughs> They're big impact contributions. <laughs> like, you know, Benny Cucumber is playing an angry cat. Pissed off cat. Pissed off cat. He's pissed off. He's so pissed. Fucking amazing. Oh shit! Um, also finished the season uh, of Arrow. First before season, but the first season before oh, I went right to on. India, me and the lady got pretty deep into Arrow at the Hizzle. Not bad. It it's fucking the Dark Knight. And, yeah, they definitely uh, play with, the, play with the Batman world for sure. But yeah, once you get past like for me it was when when uh Huntress shows up, kinda of from that episode on, I'm like, okay, yeah, you got it. You're doing a show now. Great. Yeah. 
Before then, I was kind of on the fence, but that was that was the turning point. Diggle's pretty pretty sweet. I mean, it, but it's it's fucking Razagul's League of Shadows plan to burn the city down. Oh yeah, and then later on, it actually becomes Rachel Ghoul's plan to burn the city down with the League of Shadows. Like, so it's, yeah, they, they they definitely play in that world a lot. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's it's just pretty rad. You're, you're, I forgot. Raz gets better. Is okay. So now it makes. So it's not a ripoff of a Raz plan. It no, is like, Raz's uh, plan. Yeah, he tells Merlin tells Tommy at the very beginning, like you know, I met a man in Nanda Parbat, blah blah blah, whatever. So it's ah, nice. Yeah, it only gets better, and fucking Flash is amazing. What season? Oh, but Flash season three so tails off. Is that what everyone's saying? Which one? Season three kind of sucks. Oh no! I think that last. I think the last season was probably the better one. I think it only. I think it only keeps getting better. So what were people bitching? I mean, there, those people could be out there. I don't know. You fucking guys, cool. Yeah. So, not bad. You know, I dig it. Lee, you I watch some uh, How to Make a Murderer. I watched the first episode of How to Make a Murderer. That and that's all you could do. That's a. I'm fucking busy, son. <laughs> <laughs> These dinosaurs aren't going to paint themselves, motherfucker. <laughs> and you have two children, which isn't, it's not really family viewing. Yeah. And, and like, uh, and Nicole started watching it without me, and then she says, wait, you got to watch this so we can watch it together because I'm already fucking furious or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know that I've got 10 hours of this in me. Like, oh, you've ten- only watched the first episode, though. Yeah, but like, but ten hours is a long time for like documentary anything. It's a fucking that's a long time because like you know you get to the end of it you're like oh, I'll let set this fucking guy up. Okay, great. <laughs> and then I feel like it's just nine more hours of showing how they probably set this guy up. And I don't know if I if that's as compelling as it maybe is to other people. Not when I've got One Punch Man on Hulu. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> You see the the Fallout Four One Punch Man mod? No. <laughs> yeah, that thing's pretty great. There's a One Punch Man mod where you just you kill everything with one punch, and the video is set to like the theme song, and it's just random shots of running around playing as One Punch Man, punching people's heads off, and that show was their pretty fucking funny. legs off. That was it's much that's funnier than I expected it to be. One Punch Man? Oh, yeah. One Punch Man is hilarious. Huh. The the comic, the manga is pretty funny. Yeah, the last one. I'm enjoying it a lot. The last one that I saw was uh, they're these guys. They've got like these crazy, like armored fucking cyborg suits or whatever. And they're, you know, not kind of like, you know, trying to hit on the 1% and all this shit. It's the knock on the buildings and stuff. And so, you know, One Punch Man's at his house. He's watching the news. He's like, ah, this really doesn't really have anything to do with me. You know, whatever. You know, I'm going to guess do whatever the hell, whatever it is I'm doing. And uh, the news reporter talks about how, like, you know, all the men in the group are, you know, have one unifying thing in common. They're all shaved bald. So if anybody encounters bald men on the street, they should be very cautious. And he gets super pissed off because he's super bald. And it's like, great. I got these motherfuckers out there jacking my look, ruining my reputation. I better go punch these guys to death. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Yeah, like Zero in the chat says, One Punch Man is the polar opposite of Attack on Titan. And that's as real as it gets. Ah, did I say? Did I tell you I watched that movie? 
Uh, what, Attack on Titan? Yeah. I liked it, man. You see them both, like, together? What do you mean both? There's two of them. It was a two-part thing. No! Okay, so it's two parts. <laughs> well, yeah. I just saw what they had on the plane. It was on the way home from India. Oh, okay. Uh. okay. It, it was on the plane, so I watched it. So I, it, I didn't know there was two parts. Was it the one where the two guys fight in giant rubber suits, or no? No. No, this was the first one. This oh, was damn. shit happening. Yeah, because towards the end of the second one, it's just, I was in, right? I'm in anyway, because I'm enjoying it. But then when you show me, it's just two guys in fucking rubber suits fighting at the end of it. I'm like, holy shit. This might be my favorite thing I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Japanese rubber suit fight, goddammit. And the dude that directed that is directing the new Godzilla movie. Oh, is that right? Yeah, have you guys seen the leaked images of Godzilla's new look? Yeah, he looks fucking crazy as shit. He looks horrifying. Yeah, he actually he's looks like, like a monster. Beat up. Yeah, he's covered in radiation burns. Now this is Toho Godzilla? Yes, not, yes, Toho Godzilla. Not Guilo Godzilla? No, Toho Godzilla. Yeah, we're not good Godzilla. Watch Kick-Ass wander around the fucking desert for 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that the the legendary Godzilla movie when I watched it in the theater, and it does not hold up as much on rewatch. It's fine, but like it's a, you know, yeah, it's an okay movie, but it's, just, it's, it's not... a fucking it's a, it's a giant monster cock tease. Yeah. But came to watch Godzilla. Don't turn away when Godzilla's about to do some shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm super hyped for them to make new scary Godzilla where he's just going to fuck up everybody. If they just would have had it, when he said, let them fight, and the rest of the movie was them fighting, you would have saved it. It would have been great. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. But, but they pulled you, it, you they say, did, uh... let them fight, and then you show 20 minutes of fucking kick-ass running around. And they fucking, they did fucking uh, Transformers system. on it. Like, you know, you go to see Transformers, not the beef. Like, you know, you want to see Godzilla wrecking shit. Mm-hmm. And unlike Transformers, you've seen Godzilla wrecking shit your entire fucking life. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. you, so you, you know how it's job a Godzilla movie is supposed to work. So when that one comes out and it doesn't do that thing, you're like, what the shit? <laughs> uh, so last little bit before we break, uh, Jose kind of teased it in the intro and oh. in his uh, chat name tonight, but the 11th hour is now being followed by Tay Zonde on Twitter. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Tay Zonde, he of Chocolate Rain fame. Destiny didn't know what Chocolate Rain was, so we sat down and we had a music lesson for the show <laughs> where I showed her Chocolate Rain. I showed her the video he did with... Um, when he was on Tosh.0. Okay. Uh, Cherry Chocolate Rain. Yes. No? Nothing? Yes. Uh, well, I showed her that. <laughs> and then uh, put on a top 10 David Bowie song music history lesson to make sure she knew. Which she didn't. Like, David Bowie doesn't register to her, like, who David Bowie is. But, but she, she knew, knew all songs. the songs that came on. Yeah. So all right, we did something right. Oh, oh, and here we go. Here, This is perfect to tie everything up together. Tezande, at Tezande, on January 3rd, tweeted, Envy makes you like Godzilla. Even when you do good, you're still a disaster. Huh. <laughs> Some deeply profound Full circle, motherfuckers. Right 
I, ju- I just thought of a David Bowie-related thing. Did you guys hear the uh, oh. Under Pressure cover by Smash Mouth that came out yesterday? No! no. Somebody! It's... Like, I, I don't want to tell anyone how they should mourn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really bad, you guys. So, where, 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 where might this be? Um, I'm gonna the search, link I saw I'm was on Twitter. On it was on Death and Taxes. I think they posted it on on their SoundCloud page. Somebody, I can't see hear anything related to Smash Mouth. Not thinking of you immediately now, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Death and Taxes. Smash Mouth honors David Bowie with nightmarish under pressure cover. Oh, <laughs> all right. We're we're fucking going in. All right, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, SoundCloud's loading right now. You know what my favorite thing about SoundCloud is? Is there's not a way to control the volume. Seriously? And, really? And by favorite thing, it means my least favorite thing. <laughs> Okay, okay, if you say so. Oh, it took me to their fucking SoundCloud page. There's a goddamn ad. I don't want to tell someone how they should mourn, but really, don't do this. Well, let, let me give you guys a, a song here before we go to break. Watch this video in the chat. Jam out to this. It's real quick. But it stays on topic, and I get it. <laughs> Quato sings Chocolate Rain. What the fuck? <laughs> Chocolate Rain. <laughs> Some stay dry and others Okay, okay. Rain. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. It's just the regular... I thought it was gonna be the actual Chocolate Rain sung by... Uh, somebody doing a Quado voice, but no, it's just Quado. No, the- it's it's Quado singing Chocolate yes, Rain. It's great. It's great. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Open your mind, Quaid. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> Open your mind. So h- hats off. Who? Quado singing Chocolate Rain is way better than that fucking Under Pressure cover. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn. Oh, Taste Sunday Chocolate Rain, America's Got Talent, 2011. All right. That's a lot of words you just said there, son. (laughs) Apparently it's going to sing Chocolate Rain on America's Got Talent. I didn't know this happened. Hey, look, it's Nick Cannon. No one had ever seen that before. Man, fuck Nick Cannon.
Redonkulous. Mr. Mariah Carey. Oh, wait, no, not anymore. Nope. So if you want to send us an email, we will read that shit on the air. Uh, popcast at panelsonpages.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-9511-POP. We'll play them as well. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the... This is the song Kelly was re- referencing earlier. It's called Lazarus is off the final g- damn near posthumous <laughs> David Bowie album. Yeah. Yep. Like, what's the word for like uh, p- p- prehumous? <laughs> this is what it was. <laughs> he created one. Yeah. He created a new genre. Yeah. Oh man, this Chocolate Rain video is so fucking baller. <laughs> 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 oh shit, he's got lightning crashing and stuff. Oh god damn it! Enjoy this and trying to get too chubby bummed out because you know he's still around. You know he's in the heart and shit. Yeah. The man's okay, immortal. Got him right. Right.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast i was getting a little pissed <clears throat> i ordered my darth vader with the infinity gauntlet shirt from ripped last week i ordered it on the fourth so it was on a monday never got an email that it had been shipped shipped that my order had been processed nothing uh when oh. the website sh- said that the Order still hasn't been fulfilled, so I'm kind of like, well, what the fuck, ripped? Mary checked the mail today, and it's sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit about got real. I'm going to tell you shit. <laughs> Usually, they're pretty good about letting you, like, they'll tell you once your order has been, they'll give you an order confirmation, then the next day or two, they'll say, okay, your shit is shipped. Never got that. I'm so like, you'll fucking get it when we send it. <laughs> Get off our backs, Apparently motherfucker. I, did. I wasn't on your Amazon back. Prime World. I can't wait for shit anymore. You know, sometimes Ripped is lightning fast. Like, you order a shirt on Monday, you have it on Wednesday. Sometimes it takes a week. So I figured it was just taking a little longer than usual. But I got it. I'm going to wear it. I mean, have you guys seen the, uh, the Batman v Superman toys that are showing up now? I've seen some no. of them. No. What in particular are you talking about? Uh, like the action figures are out. Like the there's like the uh, the big fancy schmancy ones, and also like the smaller cheap ones that include this crazy dirt faced Wonder Woman, and and they even got Aquaman. Aquaman has a fucking figure now yep. in that series, and it doesn't look very good. Man, I'm worried, man. But he looks awesome in the movie. Like the, the, that one creepy still looks pretty great. So you know, creepy still of who? Of Aquaman? Yeah. Here's here's this here's this. I'll drop in the chat there so you can check it out. I mean, you should be worried, Jose. I think. Man, I that... think this might not be good, and Suicide Squad's going to kill it. Oh, uh, I could see that happening. Really? But I'm telling you, that it is, will not uh, be Ben Affleck's fault. No, he's going to be, be the best part of the it. movie. Yeah, for sure. What sucks is, for those of us that liked Man of Steel, everybody's going to be like, oh, I fucking told you so. <laughs> yeah. In your fucking face. I had a moment, uh, maybe it was yesterday, but um, a woman I work with, just like, you know, just... You know, she's an older lady. She didn't give a fuck. She's just being polite. She's asking, like, hey, so, you know, hey, you're a year into this kind of stuff. You know, 
Are you excited about this Batman vs. Superman movie? And I kind of had to take a second, think out my response. Like, how how deep does she really want this to go? <laughs> probably not that. Probably not that deep. Probably not that bad. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, you think so, but that's not, that's not the greatest. How much are these figures? Uh, those are like ten bucks. They kind of suck. Well, yeah, but they're the they're the they're the ones that are directly marketed at kids. Yeah, but they're six inches, you know. Ten, and I, good on them for making a ten dollar fucking action figure, right? Uh, these shit should be fine. Yeah, they look like nineteen ninety five Kenner like uh, Batman and Robin yeah, figures. Yeah, this is this is kind of bullshit. This is this is Bush League figures. But you know, for Tell ten bucks more, that. you can get the really fancy schmancy one. Well, you remember when Do they have a fancy schmancy? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got like the the adult collector scale. Yeah, that comes with a collector connect that? grapnel gun. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. If you get all of them, they build the grapnel gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But remember when that's Dark Knight came? What fancy schmancy toys? Yeah, Google. Is there a, a line name? Um, shit. I'm not sure. But remember when the Dark Knight came out and they had the the movie masters, which were the right, really yes. nicely done, uh, you know, Joker and Batman and all them. And then they had the shitty, the shittier, cartoony looking ones. That's kind of what I I feel that picture is. Right. Yeah. But even these aren't that fucking bad. Those Dark Knight figures were garbage. <laughs> I saw the Wonder Woman, and besides her eyebrows being a little bushy, the facial sculpt was pretty decent. It kind of looks like Gal. My Gal. <laughs> and unrelated, but I also just found this. It is a 1-6 scale uh, Robocop 2, which is pretty fucking rad. I never thought I would see the day where they made a Robocop 2 movie. Robocop 2 figure. Oh, shit. That's fucking... Like, Kane, Robocop 2. Holy shit! Yeah. That's great. That looks fucking cool. Oh, man. Robocop 2. (laughs) Like, that was a great villain. Like, it was stupid. Like, yeah, let's just put a fucking crazy drug kingpin in a robot body. (laughs) A a fucking drug addict with a messiah complex in a robot body. (laughs) How do they pacify it? Narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> any any luck finding the toys, Jose? Yeah, yeah, I saw them. There's some, there's some decent ones. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty nice. I'm yeah, looking cool. at them. We got some news this week, man. All righty, let's do it up. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 12th, 2016. Fucking thing sucks! The death of a major Marvel hero will ignite this summer's Civil War 2, while another Marvel Comics teaser reads, Dead No More. So I guess we don't have to read either of these. God damn it. Next up, Creed's Ryan Coogler has been officially confirmed 
to direct the Black Panther. The Black Panther. Oh my god! I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> like, like I got a frog in my throat just as I was saying it too. So it made it even more black. Black. <laughs> black Panther. Creed's Ryan Coogler. Creed's Ryan. Creed's Ryan Coogler has been officially confirmed to direct the Black. Even that still sounds Black Panther yeah, solo movie. Now you're like overdoing yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I bet uh, Creed don't, star. Don't I bet Creed star Michael B. Jordan wishes he hadn't bet the farm on Fan Four Stick. Yeah, he, no kidding. He could be in Black Panther, probably. You know, the, he couldn't be T'Challa, but he could be somebody. The Russo he brothers. Said he's not going to be in Black Panther. What? He could. He said he's still not going to be in Black he Panther. He technically could Look be. At America. He could be, but. He also could have been Black Panther, probably, had he not uh, been in. He's fan- too young to be Black Panther, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I, because he needed Creed before that, and they needed to announce who Black Panther was before Creed came out. All if right. Creed would have came out around the time they were looking for a Black Panther, I think he would have got it. Alrighty, but the Russo hey, brothers. Man, I'm just- Trying to help out with the blades. The Russo brothers have revealed that Avengers Infinity War will feature 67 characters, which begs the question, they couldn't just cram two more characters in there? (laughs) Daredevil Season 2 will bow on Netflix not the same weekend as Batman v Superman, but one week earlier on March 18th, just in case anyone else was on the fence about attending C2E2. <laughs> Lego has unveiled their 2500 piece 1966 Batcave set which features Wayne Manor, the Batmobile, the Batcycle, the Batcopter and nine minifigures including Cesar Romero's mustache which should God retail <laughs> which should retail for about $270 which these days is basically one wave of Marvel Legends so not that bad. <laughs> and finally Diamond CEO Steve Geppi is the piece of shit everyone always expected the person running that company would be. Taking to Facebook last week to complain about the lazy poor, children born out of wedlock, and Obama. Good old Mark Wade was there to meet him head on. And this is why all the cool kids are on Snapchat these days. <laughs> and that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 12th, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. And Juggalo John in the chat just linked to a website. How many days until Star Wars Episode 8? And the current tabulation is 498 days, 23 hours, 35 minutes, and 52 seconds. That sounds fucking bleak as hell, John. (laughs) But we get Rogue One this year, so. That's true. It's not too bad. It's, you know. Less than two years away, you know, it's it's supposed to come out in May of 2017, so we're already ahead of the game. Just think about it that way. And how, how many days until Batman v Superman? Who cares? Who <laughs> gives a shit? And before that, we got fucking Deadpool sneaking in there Deadpool, somewhere. Deadpool, I'm, I'm really enjoying. Have you seen the Valentine's push they're doing. Yes, yeah, it's yes. Pretty, they're kind of killing it with the marketing. The the marketing and just everything for, I've seen from the movie looks great. Like I still okay. Like initially when they said Colossus was going to be in it, I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." Like since when has 
Colossus and Deadpool have had like a relationship. But then the way they showed in the trailers is Colossus and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead are the two poor X-Men that were sent to fucking wrangle in Deadpool to like recruit him. So it's not like they're like best buds or anything. Which is interesting because that would imply that this actually takes place within the confines of the other fucking movies, yes. which is yeah. possible. <laughs> well, it's possible because, you know, everything was wiped clean in Days of Future Past, essentially. Yeah. That Wolverine movie don't count. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, come on. But but really, like, if you think about it, it's 2016. It's been 16 years of X-Men movies. They're right. They're gonna have to get rid of some of the continuity at some point, even if it, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Even if Give it is from a movie that came out, you know, five years ago, six years <laughs> ago, four years ago. When when did Wolverine Origins come out? Two thousand ten. Does that seem right? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Maybe a little earlier than that. Maybe two thousand nine. Yeah. All right. So let's get to some news. Uh, Let's get to some news. First up, we've got the announcement of Civil War 2 coming out from Marvel, which the premise, I think, is... uh, First of all, calling it Civil War 2 and coming out the summer that Captain America Civil War comes out, obviously, cash grab, which... Mm -hmm. Just a cash grab. If if you're a publisher like Marvel, what isn't a cash grab these days? they got fucking Gwenpool coming out. Right. So, essentially, it's going to be... Uh, Iron Man's side versus Captain Marvel's side, and there's this character, they've found this new way to, it's essentially Minority Report. Yeah, it's Civil War II Minority Report. Yes, yes, they're they're predicting shit that's going to happen in the future and trying to uh, prevent it from happening. You know, basically uh, accusing someone of crimes before they happen, and uh, them trying to stop some big event from happening causes a couple Marvel heroes to die or one Marvel w- one Marvel hero to die which causes this civil war and it's uh, Iron Man doesn't want them to use this minority report shit anymore Captain Marvel does and uh, so yeah uh, they're teasing that a Marvel hero kills another Marvel hero and that's what starts this whole thing off whatever yeah i couldn't i couldn't give any less shits about this book (laughs) and then uh like lee said on twitter he's got hype whiplash because they announced civil war 2 where they say that marvel heroes are gonna die and then they release a teaser for dead no more like the next fucking day (laughs) your boy wolverine's gonna be back that's gotta be it Gonna be three of them running around now. Three? Oh, three. Who's the second one? Old Wolverine, well, You got Old right? Man Logan, you got X-23 as Wolverine, oh, right, and right. then you're gonna have normal Wolverine. Which, actually, when you mention that, like, don't bring, don't bring back Wolverine. <laughs> no, it's either gonna be Wolverine or Gwen Stacy, one of the two. That, too, like... Or maybe... Yeah, it doesn't need to be either one, but... <laughs> I quit bringing people back from the dead, Marvel. Just make new alternate universe versions of them. Or like so soon. Didn't they just kill Wolverine like two Last months year. ago? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, hey, you got to be dead gotta, for a couple years now, right? Um, yeah. Maybe two at most. At most. 
And I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> if uh, I think the fact that he had his mouth full just made that the just the quintessential Jose <laughs> quote just now. <laughs> so let's grab that and uh, you know, put it in an intro in the future. <laughs> hey, Mahoney, mark it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we don't we don't want to talk about this. So let's move on. I mean, no, I'll talk about it. It's, it. I just my whole thing when they first announced Civil War two in the first place, when it was just like, hey, we're doing Civil War two, like that's the end of the announcement right now. It's like you just did this big relaunch called All New, All Different, right? And your first event is Civil Civil War two. Like, and, fuck you, and man. Didn't they like, have a Civil War book? As part of one of those, you know, alternate worlds. Yep. Yeah, it was part of. It was one of the Secret Wars tie-ins. Yeah, and it confused the fuck out of people because they're like, "Oh, it's just a remake." I'm like, "No, it's a continuation." But why? That's part of Secret Wars. What's that? And then that <laughs> just leads you down a whole fucking rabbit hole of questions. But I see the way they're positioning it. You know, uh, having it hit as Captain America: Civil War hits. Also, including Captain Marvel in it, so that's also giving some shine to Captain Marvel, who's going to have her own movie eventually. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah, all very not the only really way you could way. do that. No, it's not the only way, but it's it's all very so it's calculated. Fucking all new, all different. It's super deliberate, and yeah, yeah you can't it, fault them on on one level. You know, like hey, what they're going to do, they're going to do. I get it, but. And and it may very well be an interesting story, you know. Just I, I'm I'm more than anything just turned off by the name. Yeah, I'm really excited for Tumblr to explode when everyone realizes that Captain Marvel's the bad guy of the story. Oh shit! Yeah, Carol Core is not going to be real happy about that. Well, I no, mean, no, they won't. Nope. So that's going to be a good time. But it depends on what side you fall on, because you know. Depending on your own personal beliefs, Captain America could have been the villain of the first Civil War. Was could anyone, he? yeah, was anyone rooting for Iron Man in that? <laughs> Every, everyone was on Team Captain America. And it's one of those things, like, I even thought about it. I was like, well, if this was real life, I would be on Team Iron Man. But this is comics. <laughs> Captain America all the way. This isn't real. <laughs> and again, for this side... Iron Man's going to be the right one, and Captain Marvel's going to be the bad guy. I don't know. Pre-crime. Kind of cool. <laughs> Are we fucking drawing sides here? Is this what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and we, God damn it, Marvel. And, go down? Oh, my God. And Captain Marvel does have kind of a cool haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been immortalized in a fucking Lego figure. It's crazy town. Captain Marvel Legos. So, goddamn golden age. After a lot of uh, rumors, and I know over the holiday season, uh, Lee and Mahoney were were keeping an eye on the rumor that Ryan Coogler was going to direct Black Panther. <laughs> at, at one point, requesting that CBR uh, start a Periscope feed just in case something were to break. I mean, you know, it's, I was expecting up to the minute coverage, and they fucking dropped the ball. So, uh, dude uh, directed Creed, which is uh, commercially and critically acclaimed. Uh, he just won Best Director uh, at the Golden Globes 
and the guy's going to direct Black Panther now, and he is a... Uh, for African- Creed? Huh? Yeah, he won it for Creed. He, he won for Creed? Yeah. Best director? Yeah. Huh. Uh, did you see Stallone won Best Supporting Actor? Yeah, not bad. And The Martian won for Best Comedy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I've yeah, seen The Martian, sense. okay? But I know it's not a fucking it's comedy. It's not a fucking comedy. Like, I'm sure it's funny. But it's not a goddamn comedy. Come on, guys. What are they doing over there? So, yeah. Uh, well, apparently the rumor is that the uh, studio thought that they had a better chance of winning in the comedy category. And, but and you don't get to choose what your movie is after it's they out. Did. It Appa- is what it is. Apparently <laughs> they did, and they fucking they bought off the Hollywood Foreign Press. The Golden Globes are apparently notorious for being able to be bought. Really? Yes. Isn't so that fucking matter. interesting? So yeah, uh, we got a black guy is going to direct Black Panther. That's cool. Yeah, uh, for sure. Diversity. And like, I- and he's apparently a great director. He also directed Michael B. Jordan in that Fruitvale Station. And, I've and I, heard... I dig the his story too, man. Like, the way you guys know how he made how got how Creed got made. Like uh, I saw him on the Daily Show. Wait, wait, Lee, Lee, Lee. Was it made with arms wide open? Wow, you're beautiful, kid. You're beautiful. He basically fucking. Wrote the script. He basically wrote himself some Rocky fan fiction. Yeah. And four years later, made the fucking movie. Yeah. Because which is kind of a beautiful thing. His dad was a big Rocky fan, and his dad was going through some degenerative disease, and he wrote Creed and made Rocky have the same kind of degenerative disease that his dad had. So that yeah, his, I think that's wonderful. His dad so, could relate to that. Rocky, and it would kind of uh, bring his spirits up. But apparently the boxing sequences in Creed are amazing, I've heard. I really want to see it, man. Like, I yeah. love the ro- fucking yeah. Rocky movies. And I've heard nothing but good things about Creed. And Michael B. Jordan needs a win <laughs> after Fan 4 Stick. Yeah, because he's great, man. Like, yeah. It is not his fault that fucking Fantastic Four movie was dog shit. Like, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he was good in that movie. I've liked him, honestly, in everything I've seen him in. Like, he's great. But just, you know, in uh Make better choices. That's all. All right. Well, you see the um, I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I didn't look. This is this is skimming scenes. But they're talking about uh, the guy that played Mister Fantastic might be Young Han Solo. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck Ugh. that. Ugh. I don't like Ugh. any of Ugh. those actors that they said are in the running for Han Solo. I absolutely think they need to go with an unknown. Uh, none of those guys do it for me. They need to go with someone who fucking is a spitting image physically and personality wise of young Han Solo. Otherwise, I'm not nobody's gonna be able to stomach it. it they've gotta they've gotta just ooze Han Solo. I'd say ooze it. <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that Chris Pratt is probably ten years too old. I yeah. would have been cool yeah. with Chris Pratt. That's the thing. Like a lot of the guys that would be really good for it are a little bit old, older. So it, that's the perfect opportunity 
to go with someone no one knows and would best be able and, and no preconceived notions about them either because we already know Chris right. Pratt right. as you know Andy Dwyer and Star Lord and and uh, Owen from Jurassic World so they'd be able to jump into that Han Solo role make it their own and then and then be, become a star from it but do we really need a young Han Solo movie? They're like we making got, it. We got three movies of that. They're trying to get it. They're making it, Kelly. So get your mind right. It's not a, it's not a question. <laughs> They're making it, so we want to make sure that it's as good as it can possibly be. And they're saying the rumor is that uh, whoever they get might make a cameo in Rogue One. So that's uh, they're kind of you know fast tracking the casting All right. process. Max movie, Landis stars in his first oh acting God. role. The movie wouldn't come out until 2018. <laughs> but they got to get somebody locked in, you know? All the Star Wars. I'm fine with it. And they could do some cool shit with a Han Solo prequel movie. And also, because... Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, spoiler alert. Uh, oh, I already know what happened. Uh, Harrison Ford's not coming back to play Han Solo ever again. So this is a great opportunity for someone else to continue the role. Oh, couldn't so they just still de-age him like they did to Kurt Russell no. and Tron? No, they couldn't. You mean <laughs> Kurt Russell? <laughs> you mean Wait, was Jeff, it Kurt Russell Jeff or someone Bridges. else? I forget. It was Jeff Bridges. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they de-aged but Kurt know, Russell. Kurt Russell kind of tore it up in, in Tron. <laughs> they de-aged Kurt Russell <laughs> in the sequel to The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> no, the, I'm lying. No, 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 you're right. You're 100% correct. <laughs> okay, uh, this next story is the Russo brothers have said that Avengers Infinity War will feature 67 characters. Holy shit. That seems like a lot. Yeah. Oh, I can believe it. But like, you know, I'll be counting like, you know, rando fucking police officer as a character. Mm, I think we're talking Marvel. No, I think they're characters. counting every established character that has been in something more than once or have had their own movie. Or have yet to be in a movie, but are an established Marvel character. Right. All right. So this might take a second, but I want to see if we can make a list of 67 characters that could Ooh. be in Infinity War. All right, I'm in. All right. All right. I'm going to start off Iron Man. Yeah, we're going to open up a list? Yeah, I, I got a fucking list right here. I... I I got are, are we going to do it where we each go around until okay. we can't name people? Yeah, let's fucking round robin it. <laughs> I'm excited. I like it. Right, who <laughs> Iron goes next? Man. I said Iron Man, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So it'll go uh, Lee. We'll, 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 I'll, cross off, I'll cross off Iron Man. Okay. We'll start fresh. To go, Lee, myself, Jose, Kelly. Okay. In that in that order. So Lee, starter starter off. Uh, Captain America. Cap. I'm gonna say Iron Man. Jose. Am I third? 
Yeah. Yes. Rody. Rody. Okay. Thor. Okay. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. I will say Hawkeye. Nick Fury. Cool. Hulk. Nice. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Uh, so we don't forget about him, I'm going to say Coulson. Right on, right on. There you go. Spider-Man. Oh, nice. Uh, Ant-Man. Yeah, cool. Vision. Vision. Uh, hold on, the broadcast just ended. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ant-Man reminded me. Uh, let's let's go with Wasp. Daredevil. Ooh. They've said that the Netflix heroes aren't going to be in Infinity War, but I don't fucking believe them for a second. Wait, have they? Have they? they? Who said that? A couple... Uh, I've seen a couple articles. I haven't read the the actual articles. I've seen headlines that say, oh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil aren't going to be in Civil War. They're not going to be in Infinity War. I'm like, fuck you. I have... Okay, I have not heard that. So no, I'm no, not no. taking that. No, no. I, I think I think they're they're on the table. Absolutely on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Because why not? It, this is a fucking worldwide... The, this is a, a world-ending possibility, this movie yeah. is. Why and it's going to be the biggest fucking movie in the world. Yeah, why not yeah. include yeah, everyone? Everybody. Why not include everyone? Yeah. Um. Well, obviously Thanos. Yes. Nice. Uh, Star-Lord. Cool. Uh, Luke Cage. Loki. Nice. Gamora. Rocket. I am Groot. <laughs> I am going to say um, Punisher. Yeah. Mm. Big pun. Because he because oh, oh. by then he'll kind of be, you know, he'll he'll they'll know what side he's on. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's yeah. in, he's in the fight. Uh, let's go. This will be out by then, right, Doctor Strange? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go deep cut. I'm gonna say Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> fuck it. We're we're working towards sixty-seven. I think Howard the Duck counts, man. Uh, keeping with uh, Netflix, I'm gonna go Jessica Jones. Nice. I feel like we're drafting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did we say Bucky? No. Bucky. On the board with Bucky. <laughs> I'll go in that same vein, Falcon. Yeah, boy. Um, uh, what the fuck? Um, Agent Carter, Sharon Carter. Okay. Ah, oh, stole mine. Boy, oh boy. Uh, I already said Luke Cage. Okay, Iron Fist. Um, shit, I just had him in. 
uh, what's her name? Smolders character? Uh, Maria Hill. Good one. Maria Hill. Good one. Good one. Good one. Yeah. That, that's one we would definitely have forgotten, I think. Once mm-hmm. She'll be in end. that bitch. Uh, Ultron. Ooh. Interesting. Infinity War, some we've already seen before. Oh, we haven't got Drax on there yet. Drax. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, Kelly said Ultron. I'm going to say Red Skull. Oh, you just took mine. <laughs> but I have said this, that I think any villain that has gone, they're back on the fucking 100%, table. 100% because yeah. they all died because of Infinity Stones, too. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think one of these is going to be all the bad guys are back and shit just goes down. It, it ends with the Avengers just getting the shit kicked out of them. So I'm going to go, um, what was it? Malekith? Okay. The, the Thor, Thor 2? Yeah. Dark Elf, dude. Yeah, the, the also ran a Marvel movie villains. <laughs> I like Malekith. Let's go Loki. Oh, we already got Loki. Uh, Loki. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, um, the Nebula. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Nebula. Um, uh, Falcon. I got Falcon on there. Here. Falcon. Falcon's already on there. He's on the board. Okay, on the board. Oh, Very we're important. starting to Falcon. double up. We're starting to double up. Oh no, uh, <laughs> we're at thirty-six fucking, uh, right Hank now. Hank Pym. Uh, Hank. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Where was I going? Uh, General Ross, Thunderbolt Ross. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I can almost guarantee you, John Farveru is going to weasel his way in. So you're gonna see Hogan. <laughs> Happy Hogan. <laughs> we haven't seen him yet, but we saw his cocoon, uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, that, that was my backup backup. Um, <laughs> the the Captain Marvel movie doesn't come out until after the first one, but I think I think you got to include Captain Marvel. Yep, I agree with that. Yeah. Pepper Potts. Good. We said Vision already, right? Yes. Yeah. Shit. Um. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, shit. I'll go Sky from fucking... Uh, yeah. Or no, there you go. Quake. Uh, Quake's her name, so I same, guess. Same difference. Are they calling her that in the show? Uh, uh, no, the dude she's calls Daisy. her Tremors a lot, which is kind of fun. And she's okay, Daisy, then Tremors. Right? We'll go Tremors or Sky or Quake. I got her down as Sky. We, we got her. We got it covered. <laughs> That'll be the fucking day. <laughs> Um, Foggy Nelson. <laughs> also, that'll be the fucking day. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna say Kingpin. One shot of him just pissing his pants <laughs> in a cell somewhere. That would would um. Would you that would you count like Natalie Portman and the Doctor, the the Selvig? Sure, as they, they're characters. characters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm saying those two. 
Well, you can only pick one. <laughs> well, just put them both down. They're mentioned. We're getting a 67, right? Uh, Natalie Portman bit. and Doctor. Got him. Jane Foster and Selvig. We'll, we'll go in that in the same vein as Jose uh, Cat Dennings and her sweet boobies. Got <laughs> us two people. Yeah, I got two of them there. <laughs> Just like Jose. That's actually three people. <laughs> uh, maybe in some sort of crazy fucking flashback, we'll have Howard Stark in there somewhere. Howard. Ooh, that'd be good. Okay, we got some good suggestions in the chat. I'm gonna go with uh, Zero suggested Electra. Oh, there you go. There you go. Possibly. Oh boy. Uh, what about uh, Crossbones? Yes. Does everyone else have uh, the Marvel Cinematic U- Universe Wikipedia open right now? <laughs> I do not. I'm just going off memory. Do we count Stan Lee? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He'll be in it. As But is he a character? Oh, he's a fucking character already. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if they killed him, but maybe he's back because he wants his bird. Let's go whiplash. <laughs> oh, no, I think he's dead as fuck. He exploded. Yeah, not by an Infinity Stone. They just electrocuted his ass. But, but, okay, you I know, couldn't they remember have, what happened in that movie. But the Infinity what Stones about, can do anything. True. What about, uh, yeah, but I don't think they're bringing. Yeah, in. I put him down. I put him down, and I'll, <laughs> I'll put Stan Lee down, too. Uh, what about the chick that's supposed to be what, Agent 13 or something? Uh, we Leo got that. Said her. Uh, Sharon Carter. Uh, you want to go Peggy Carter? Hey, well, yeah, if we're talking flashbacks. Okay, so then I'm going to go... Oh, we got Happy Hogan. We're going to do that. We're going to do... Shit, we go. we're going fucking deep in the well now. <laughs> Um, uh, Senator, uh, Senator, no, fucking the Gary Shandling Senator. He might be in there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Gary Shan, uh, Ronan. Hell Hydra. <laughs> yeah, bringing Ronan back. Uh, I'm going to go deep, deep cuts because he's mentioned in Win- Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America's mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the collector. Collector. Yeah. Who uh, Cosmo. Is collector who is apparently not going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh really? And Cosmo is the dog. Yes. The psychic fucking cosmonaut dog. Okay. Um. Fucking. What's his name? From Ant Man, Michael Pena. One time, look at this guy. <laughs> he had this glove, man. And he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Pena should win Best Supporting Actor. Hands down. All it's right. you, Jose. That was number 61. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, six left. I think we can do it. Uh, I think, oh, I we think can do this. Do we fucking got this. <sighs> News around is like, here. we can't make a list with 67 Marvel characters. Fuck you. 
uh, let's say possibly Aunt May. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you when you open it up to Spider Man, like that that's easy. That's easy. That fills the list out right there. Because who knows what other Spider Man uh, uh, supporting characters or villains might be in it. We may see fucking. Man. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking Come man. <laughs> yo, yo, man, man. <laughs> I, I got one. Uh, John C. Riley from yes. Guardians. Uh, um, Roman Day. Absolutely, because you know, fucking, he's part of the Nova Corps. Yep. They're they're gonna have. They're gonna need to help at some point. Uh, fucking uh, Fitz and Simmons from Agents of Shield. Fitz and Simmons. Oh, there you go. Are they both still alive? Yeah. All Are right. they having a very cute, uh, cute little uh, arc in the show? Actually, Yondu. Nice. Ah, uh, finish it strong, what? Jose. Last one, number sixty-seven. Oh, God damn it! I just forgot. <laughs> uh, Where was it? Where was it? I had it. Jose, can I can I take can I take this one for you? Jump in. All right, you can't do a Thanos story without her death. Perfect. Perfect Whoa. to end on with number sixty-seven. We did it, guys. Oh, uh, cute new drama. <laughs> we we just wrote Infinity War, <laughs> and I think probably this list is probably pretty solid. Outside of, there's probably maybe 15 that might be switched out. But for whom? Unless it's characters that we just have no idea are going to be a part of it. New characters, whomever. Yeah, supporting characters from other movies, perhaps. Pip the Troll. Yeah, that was fun. I feel pretty good about it. That is a lot of characters. (laughs) A lot of characters. We did it. Everyone gets two minutes of screen time. Enjoy. <laughs> See, uh, for me, like the Netflix guys, I would be content to just like you know, a big panning shot. Shit's going crazy, and like you just see them fighting shit. You 100%. know, like yeah, yeah um, they don't even need dialogue. You know, yeah, Back- we don't need a story arc with them, but yeah. just to show that they're there, and then on the show, maybe hit some of them moments. Uh, remember the old X-Men cartoon when they did the Phoenix Saga and they showed how, you know, heroes were kind of fighting right, well, shit they, yeah, across. They what, Mjolnir and the Spider-Man webs. They yeah. showed Sunfire in, like, Japan or China or whatever. You know, just really quick cutaways to these other heroes dealing with the fallout from the Phoenix. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, it doesn't need to go further than that. Zero says the Doctor Strange movie villain. So we got, yeah, Baron Mordo. Uh, oh, you could put the Ancient One in, too. The Ancient One, probably uh, uh, Dormammu. Uh, yeah. What Night about Nurse? the um, villain with the monocle that got beat up by Captain America? See, I was going to say him, too. Yeah, the Strucker. He's fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Strucker. he's dead as fuck, but yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, uh, Ultron splattered his ass, but still, we're bringing back all Wait, kinds of dead characters. Yeah. Oh, oh, what about That's right, from yeah. Oh, Claw. Claw, yeah. yeah. Who lost his arm? So you guys saw him come back. 
Good list. Dealing that vibranium. Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> yes! <laughs> For a second, I thought you were kidding, but no, he is part of the MCU. <laughs> 100%. Fucking GSP. 100%. Newsarama said it couldn't be done. <laughs> Suck a dick. Right after they were told us about how they think that maybe possibly is confirmed, but not really yet. Brian Cooley might be, maybe sort of, almost, we'll let you know when we find out for sure, directing the Black Panther movie. <laughs> Can't make this list now, impossible. I'm going to throw in a wild card for the second movie. A wild card. Okay. Because, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? He's cutting the brakes. The movie tanked. <laughs> you know, they might be losing their 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 uh, leverage. Yes, I love this idea. Take it, they finally take they finally take an offer. Silver Surfer and and Galactus and Doctor Doom. Remember, Doctor Doom was a huge part of Infinity War. <laughs> All they of just them make Ultron into Doctor Doom and don't say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think at this point in the MCU, you could get away with a lot of shit. Like, you could bring in Doctor Doom and not say a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, don't do it fucking NWO style and show us a goddamn spray painting a month early ruining what you're going to do. They you need to keep it fucking about. hush as shit. The movie happens, you see him, and you're and it blows you the fuck away. You guys Dude, re- realize they don't do that anymore, tomorrow. man. We will know months in advance. Do you guys oh, re- realize how much the NWO coming to the WWE affected Jose? <laughs> <laughs> I was at the show they debuted at in the WWE. Oh, and isn't that the same one Goldberg like fell? I don't think so. He- no. He came out doing his... No, uh, Gold, Goldberg wasn't in the WWE then. So that was a different pay-per-view? It was different, yeah. Yeah. I still say, to this day, the way that pay-per-view should have went is just just as normal. Every title shot. But at every title shot, they came down and beat the shit out of everybody. No belts changed hands because they just beat the shit out of everybody. And then they were escorted off and then they, somehow they broke back in, beat the shit out of the next one. Not this fucking what they did. Wow, you were going. You guys you're killed my with soul, shit, Jose. <laughs> they just ruined it. <laughs> he like that was when the luster was lost from WWE for Jose. It was. It I was, walked away. He did. Like I stopped watching for years after that. That ended it. That was. I know how George Lucas feels. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those white slavers. <laughs> Goddamn McMahon. It just... It did not sit right with me, man. It still doesn't to this day. No. A complete waste. Just a fucking... Just a sad sack of a pay-per-view. Well, uh... You know, the, that whole WCW invasion of WWE, WWF was handled terribly because, you know, they were going to win. WWF was going to win the whole thing. So they yeah, made they WCW look like shit. They didn't 
take advantage of it. But I watched. How the uh, hell are we talking about this? <laughs> Sorry, this is a weird tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Jose and his fucking wrestling metaphors. He just he doesn't want the MCU to introduce Doctor Doom like they did the NWO. <laughs> yeah, we all know it's the greatest of worries facing. <laughs> All right, so last week we talked about Daredevil Season 2 debuting on Netflix the same weekend as Batman v Superman. Sorry, not going to happen. It's going to be the weekend before that. Uh, still, cool. You get Daredevil a week early, Lee. I'm fine with it. You, a- you asked last week that you wanted it to be now, but at least you got an extra week out of Creep it. Creep it up. Creep it up. And I think that, uh, that uh, TV spot, the little trailer thing they did too is pretty cool. With the stained glass windows and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, and it it could still provide some counter programming to Batman v Superman. You know, it's still going to be a week later. Oh, it's we, going to provide some kind of programming. May, maybe people haven't watched, hadn't hadn't binge watched it yet, so they might stay home instead of going to see Batman v Superman. Especially when they find out that Shane House himself is the Punisher. You're welcome, world. You're welcome, and. <clears throat> Uh, next up is the 2,500-piece 1966 Batcave Lego set. Um, God damn. It's got a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, told, I sent Nicole a picture, of the, a link to it. I'm like, this, it's got, it's got everything. It's got everything you need for a Batman 66 Lego collection in one fucking box. Even got a sign that says dick. Yes. The bat really poles, does. the bat poles might be my favorite part. The bat poles, like, and the the wall for scaling, and the big ass computer it comes with a fucking Batmobile. They they uh they 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 printed the bat trunks on the suit, which we've never done before. <laughs> the mustache on the Joker is just that is so good. <laughs> that is. I'm okay with all of it. Crazy attention to detail. I love it. And because they, they dropped the news today that because it's the fucking 50th anniversary yeah, day of that show, that's fucking nuts. I, f- I feel like my only problem with it is I feel like there's not. No, really. What is your problem with it? I, I don't know how to express it but a lot of it is the bat cave you're looking at it's a bat cave set but a lot of the play is going to be happening just outside of the bat cave like just on your table like the you see all these computers and shit like that and and a little table and stuff like that there's like i wish that was all in lego stuff and not just loosely placed around I mean, aren't the there should be base plates and shit on the uh, where the cave goes? No, I mean, but but look at it. Like, look at the front of the box. Uh, the The whole set kind of creates like an ellipse. You've got the the bat poles, then the big bat computer, and then the the helipad and where you park the bike, and then the actual bat cave part and where you park the Batmobile. That's just whatever flat surface you're sitting on. I wish. There was more to that. I wish it was... At, just at least give me a fucking Lego floor there. No, that's a fair point. So it's it's kind of... 
it feels like a facade almost. Not like they're trying to pull one over on me, but like a, you know, like the the old TV show houses where they'd only build the front. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a literal facade, not like a, not like they're trying to. <laughs> Trick uh, you. Yeah. Hornswoggle me. But other than that. There's a lot going on in this set. The the uh the bat poles i'm assuming you put dick and bruce on the poles up top and they have to yeah you put all kinds of dick up they poles. have to go down a little <laughs> yeah, bit they totally drop out on the bottom in their suits and then yeah you hide batman and robin underneath on the pole and they come swinging down that's great and at what 270 bucks like that's not that unreasonable for not a set bad. of that size not bad jesus christ that's not bad, Jose. Perfect for that price. And I do like the facade of Wayne Manor. It's a nice touch. And the fact that it comes with the the helicopter, the motorcycle, and the Batmobile, that's... Everything but a boat. That's a lot of shit, dude. But then, you know, my, my complaint about it just being a facade... You know, that Batcave back on the old show, it was just a fucking TV set anyhow. <laughs> True. <laughs> it was essentially a facade. Quite literally. Quite literally. All right, and then last story. I didn't know Diamond had a CEO. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was just a a dog just pressing buttons, sending You'd crushed think. boxes of uh, comic books out to Poor retailers in Yellow Springs. Oh, into us too. So that's yeah, fun. and and Wisconsin. Oh, let me let me tell you something fun. So last week, uh, our copies of Darth Vader were heavily allocated. Like they didn't ship us about a hundred copies. You order a hundred copies of Darth Vader? We order more than that. Holy <laughs> shit! Wow. Uh, okay. And the copies we did get, all of them damaged. Wow. <laughs> Also allocated that day was uh, 70 copies of Spider-Gwen. Jesus Christ. And allocated just means they say, okay, we're not going to send them to you. Yeah, we're getting them this week for whatever reason. I'm assuming there's some kind of printer defect. But are you, getting, are you getting first prints or are you getting second prints? They're probably going to be first prints, but who knows. But still, you know, those 70 people who wanted those first prints on Wednesday aren't yep. going to really want them next week or they'll, yeah. they'll find them elsewhere. Yeah. We got all our copies of all new Wolverine damaged, uh, number three damaged. We still have yet to get damage returns on that. And issue four is coming out tomorrow. God damn it. <laughs> this is what's called kids. A monopoly. Yes. Yes. Yep. That, that is one of the bigger points of this story is diamond is a monopoly and they have no one to answer to. Nope. And and no competition to you know improve their services whatsoever, so you know they just keep fucking raking in the money and they don't give a shit wh- how their service looks. So this guy, uh, founder founder, shit, I thought he was just the CEO. Fucking Diamond founder Steve Geppi took to Facebook and posted excerpts from a three year old essay bitching about Barack Obama, uh, essentially saying. <clears throat> You know, if you're a failure, it's your own fault. Like, it's not 
the economy. It's not your uh, social situation. You know, you just didn't work hard enough. Uh, you probably were born out of wedlock, uh, so Jesus on and Christ. so forth. Uh, you know, some 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 shit that you would find on uh, this is some Donald Trump shit right here. <laughs> yeah, your, pretty your much. Shitty uncle's Facebook page. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Geppi, the shitty uncle of the comics industry, the shitty racist uncle, and uh, Mark Wade decides hey fuck you buddy uh says spoken like a rich white man thanks for sharing steve i think you meant national treasure <laughs> mark wade your rad uncle mark wade <laughs> <laughs> rad uncle that fucking uh, shared a joint with you at fourth of july <laughs> that uncle's pretty cool <laughs> and so uh mark wade and steve geppy go at it a little bit and then uh, the outhousers who uh, I'm really becoming a fan of the Outhousers because of some of their uh, headlines, which I shared with. Uh, I shared a headline with these gentlemen tonight that was something to the effect of, "Here, let me find it." Uh, I knew Kelly would love it. Uh, oh, I loved it. It didn't. <laughs> indignant douche to adapt Dirk, Dirk Gently for BBC America, and it's just a picture of Max Landis. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, so yeah, uh, Geppy and Wade went at it on Facebook for a little bit, and then the outhousers did some digging that this guy's fucking gross, uh, you know, he, uh, was about to file for bankruptcy in 2010, you know, he's not such a success as, uh, he would leave you to believe, lead you to believe, and apparently he's called the, uh, the Hugh Hefner of Baltimore, He's yeah. gross and he's old and he surrounds himself with a all the worst thing to be known as the Jesus Christ. And you know, surrounds himself with all these young blonde women uh, at Orioles games and, and Baltimore Ravens yeah, but they're games. Baltimore women, so who cares, right? And, uh, oh, <laughs> I got you, Baltimore. What I think is funny <laughs> is uh, the first person to like all of his Facebook posts are Dennis L. Barger Jr., <laughs> who is uh, you know, that one guy. That one gross guy. Uh, and he's obviously a racist and uh, classist. And he thinks that anyone who's struggling, you know, brought it upon themselves and they don't work hard enough. And obviously he's worked hard for everything he's got. That's why he goes to Baltimore Ravens games with uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, uh, quote unquote, attractive, hot young women. Which, if you're girl number six in that group of seven, what are you doing with your life? Are you just <laughs> are you just getting free tickets to a Ravens game? You're not like all seven of those women are not giving this gross guy a hand job. No. You know, co-founder of Diamond Comics distributors. Yeah, because that's what that really gets the ladies wet in the pants. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about your comics distribution. This bitches love distribution. <laughs> there, if if you would like to read about it, I would suggest going to the Outhousers. They have two pretty comprehensive articles uh, about the whole situation, his Facebook posts and the kind of person he is. It's all too long to read on here, but it, it goes to show that not only is Diamond a terrible uh, monopoly with awful customer service that probably does more harm than good to the comics industry. It's also run by a guy who's pretty much a, an unapologetic scumbag. 
and and you know for it's a very you know liberal fucking medium these days probably now more than it's ever been oh 100 you know? percent. oh yeah but this guy can run his fucking mouthpiece off because you don't like it fucking dan buckley you don't like it fine go have someone else ship your books oh that's right you can't <laughs> What's that yeah. nerd? You don't like the way I'm? Uh, oh no, sorry. Fuck you, fuck you, buddy. I think the worst thing that could happen to him right now is if Robert Kirkman decided, like, eh, all of The Walking Dead's going out of print, because that's what kept Diamond alive there for a while was The Walking Dead trades. Huh. They were doing they were doing kind of bad for a little bit, and like like he was gonna file for bankruptcy. Yeah, but it seems like. Marvel and DC also, you know, feed feed this monopoly. Oh, for sure they do. So, but it was just the that, or I should say, the Diamond Book Distribution. Okay, okay. That uh, the Walking Dead kept that area of their uh, monopoly, I guess, open, and kind of actually, if that part had folded, we may have gotten some change because that's what keeps them from technically being a monopoly. Because because I was the, about to ask. Like, I really and truly, like, I know some shit about some shit, but I don't know how they're not come up with some antitrust shit on this. The case has gone to court, and because they too distribute normal books that you would find in like your Barnes and Noble, it makes them not a monopoly. So, also, this thing that no one else does. Yep, but that's not what the court's focused on. So, if that area of their business had gone under, that could have been catastrophic. So it's all Robert Kirkman's fault. Yeah, Robert Kirkman could have saved us all. <laughs> He's too busy making enemies out of Frank Darabont to realize yep. it. Look what you've done, man. That's Look so weird. Done. Such a weird situation. This guy seems like a real piece of shit. Real piece of shit. Real ball bag. And he's essentially the fucking King Don of the comics industry. He's got that fuck money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn it. If there's anyone that does, it is him. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Fuck that guy. So I I can imagine that, uh, you know, comics retailers, uh, people like uh, our very own Kelly here, or or the folks at Superfly, or you know, all over the country, they probably really appreciated seeing uh, Facebook posts like that from the Diamond founder. Oh, you know it. He's a real peach. Or even, not even just comics retailers, comic creators who are struggling to make ends meet or, you know, have to start a GoFundMe for their, you know, medical bills. Right. Seeing, uh, seeing this guy, you know, flaunt his fucking worth while at baseball games, you know? My hope is that there is something in Diamond's Tower that'll just like get pushed down and then that will all cause everything to come tumbling down. And I have a theory on what that is. And that is Funko Pop figures. Funko? Because they pop, they, yes, they pack them so shittily in the boxes that we usually end up returning about half of what we order. Because they're damaged. So I'm assuming most people are getting their shipments like this. Right. So at what point are they losing money on pops? 
and if that keeps going and the pop trend keeps keeps growing eventually that might be the domino that f- the first domino that falls very interesting but man they they don't know how to pack a pop to save their goddamn <laughs> life cuz here's the thing pops come in cases of 6 we order six at a time, so they'll just ship them in the case, and they'll be fine. Nearly nope. every time, they take them out of the case, all six. They take all six out of the case and then put them in whatever other box that they're sending us, which is full of comics right. and trades. So they, so they get around. all fucked up in there because they don't fit right. What? Yeah, they're dumb. They're the dumbest people in the world at <laughs> these packing plants because... Near, for at least for our uh, the the warehouse closest to us. Yeah, because the diamond boxes are perfectly sized to ship comics. Yeah, but they ship pops in there too. Right. Because yeah. there's nothing better to ship a thing than what it fucking came in. Exactly. That's dumb. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: we get the du- uh, diamond warehouses get the dumb guys because more often than not, I know I know this is the case for the warehouse we get our stuff from. Across the street from them is an Amazon warehouse, and they get the good workers. Uh, <laughs> so we're just le- so diamonds just left with the dum dums. <laughs> no, I believe that's fucking dum dums. I buy that fucking hook line sinker. Now, if if that tower does start to fall, the comics industry it's going to be like the the banks failing. They're going yeah, to have to. fucked. They're going to have to bail out Diamond because what the fuck? What happens? Like if Diamond's not there. And someone's not there to pick up the slack. Is is the paper comic industry there dead? If, if Diamond de- dies, are paper comics dead? See, I don't know. I, I feel like the the big wigs at Marvel and DC and Image, like all the publishers, I, I'll bet they if they don't talk about anything else, if they hate each other's fucking guts, <laughs> I'll bet they're talking about you know, okay, we got that plan B right. Just fucking waiting to work with anybody else. Yeah, I got think, the undertaking ready. I think yeah. the main publishers would be okay because at that point, I think we would just go to direct ordering from them. Right, sure. The smaller publishers, those are all fucked. Or why not Amazon? You could, but then at what point? Then shops are kind of useless at that point, then. Well, who says that's not the direction it's going? And it could be. I'm very well waiting for the day for the comic shop to be dying. Or well, no, dead. I, I mean, in, I think in, they'll stick around as like a collectibles store if they're still a good store. In or, my, I mean, you'll diversify what you get. In my theory, you know, it would it would still be the same function. It would just be Amazon sending the co- the comics to the shops instead of Diamond. Why would Amazon do that though? Yeah, that's the thing. Be, I mean, they still get fucking paid for it. They don't do it for free. <laughs> but if it's a dying thing that's going to die so quick from one guy dropping off, why do they want it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Di- if Amazon would do that. They might because it, it might they might pick it up. But I'm going to doubt they would. Hey, man, I'm I, just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you'd see everything just go to digital before then. I'm the idea guy. You guys got to figure out how to make it work. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I still think you could like Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse. Those guys have plans 
to make so we can just order straight through them. I'm betting. I I'm I'd be shocked if they don't have some kind of plans like that set up just in case. But you're gonna see pretty much anything in the diamond catalog that's after the main stuff. All that will fall by the wayside, unless they do some pretty good hustle and start contacting stores. Or or you know even, you... even then, even then, it's still gonna be a lot to keep up with with making multiple orders from multiple companies instead of just yeah. doing one. Yeah, I could see di- the the indie market going straight to you know kickstarters and and all that and indie yeah. indie comic creators just selling their books you know out of the back of their trunk or you know off their website and not even having to deal with shops anymore but you know it sucks yeah yeah diamond has perched themselves in a place where they are very much needed by the comic industry <laughs> fucking dirt big Let's talk about other comic books. Get the fuck out of here. Better take us out on a fucking low note, Nye. Jesus Christ. The problem with comic books is oh. the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. I thought we were going to have fun making fun of this guy, and then, you know. And Kelly made it real. Yeah, it, <laughs> it got to fucking real talk, and then sometimes that happens, man. Real talk of being a comic retailer. Sometimes, sometimes we got to deal with real issues on the podcast. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, let's see what we got. Um, not a whole, whole lot. Uh, goddamn, that Invincible Iron Man book is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. It's, a, it's really good, and it looks spectacular. Like, it's some of the best art in Marvel books for sure right now. It's amazing. And so, like, if nothing else, I'm looking forward to Civil War 2 because Dave Marquez is drawing it. And it's spellbinding to look at. It's amazing. Really great layouts in this, and the action is great. You know, it's all kinds of magic shit too. Like, fuck, it's it's phenomenal. And then finally, uh, uh, you know, Stark does give uh, Pepper the old sales pitch at the end, and they, all their dialogue is really, really good too. It's bendacy as fuck, but like in Very a really genuine. good way. Like, but good bendacy. Right? You said Pepper. You mean Mary Jane, right? I meant Mary Jane. <laughs> I did, in fact, mean Mary Jane. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I really enjoyed that. Um, Have you seen the cover? I think it's for the next issue, the Diodato one. Yeah, that one's real. That cover's really bad. It's not. It's not good. And he's one of my favorites, but it's, it's, it's not a it's, good cover. It's really bad. Yeah. I kept I, saying, just for whatever reason, the fir- the phrase that popped into my head, because like it's got a picture of Mary Jane. She's got like her hands on her hips, like doing almost the Superman pose, like big smile, weird looking face. And Iron Man's like pointing at her mouth, and all I could think of when I looked at that picture was that's where the dicks go. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can think of when I look at that. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's really bad. It's not good. And like, and Iron Man himself in a weird pose too. Like it's strange. Yeah. And Deodato is like literally one of the fucking best. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. Somebody should have, you know, done a second pass at that one. <laughs> Maybe they did. Very sad. Um, what else? Um, so Spider-Man Deadpool number one was fucking boring and terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't I great. really didn't like it. Like half the issue was the lead up to a to a, a flat fucking boner joke, which did not work for me. I, I thought it'd be fun at least, you know. Yeah, I was disappointed from Joe Kelly. I normally really like his Deadpool stuff. Yeah, and then and then. It's a weird thing when, like, if you're going to have 
Ed McGinnis draw your book, like give him some really good shit to draw. And there were a couple of big money shots of Dormammu and whatever, but I don't know, it just it all kind of fell flat. It doesn't. It didn't look like Ed McGinnis. Yeah. For reason. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't think I'll be back for uh, round two on this one. I think I'm kind of. I'm out on that one. Did not enjoy that. Um, I did, however, thoroughly enjoy Howard the Duck number three. Because that yes. was super fucking fun. Howard the Duck, star of Avengers: Infinity War. Goddamn right. <laughs> There's a bit where uh, she's talking to she's talking to the, the the female clone of Howard or whatever, and she's like, "Yeah, we you know, I can't really get into my how we got here. It's a really long story." There's like an editor box that says, "Like you know, see Howard the Duck number two. and he references to when he and Rocket escaped, and the editor box in the same panel below that says, "Also in Howard the Duck number two, but not the one from 1976, like the one from 2015, like earlier in 2015." <laughs> that Howard the Duck number two is the one you want to check out for that story. <laughs> because it's meta and those guys are funny. I like it. Um, what was this guy? So the Detective Comics story is okay, right? Whatever. It's, it's fucking fine. You know, it's, it's like the last story they're going to have, I guess, in Detective with uh, uh, Bat, Bat, Bat Gordon or whatever. Fine. I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to talk about is what was on the inside of the first ad I saw in the book, which is Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade. What the fuck? Like, no one told me about this. Like, you didn't know about that? I had no idea. Yeah, it's between issues, I believe, three and four of the Dark Knight thing. Uh, Dark Knight 3. I had no idea this was happening. A 64-page huh. prestige format, one shot set before the events of Dark Knight Returns. Read by Miller Nazarello with art by John Romita Jr., so it's going to look really hard to look at. Uh, well, written by Azarello. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea this was coming. But, huh. I mean, there was so much of that Dark Knight 3 news coming out there for a while that I probably just over- overlooked it completely. Um, let's see what else. Uh, still digging Archie. Archie 5 was pretty damn good. Yeah, Archie's still good. Like all that stuff, man. It's fun. I like the. The, the different tone they're giving both the books, the Archie and the Jughead books, they're not just the same thing, which is kind of nice. That'd be an easy thing to do. Uh, and they're very different, very distinct voices. I like that. It's pretty nice. Um, like I guess that's about it, really. Nothing. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I got this week. It was, it was kind of a light. Nothing truly remarkable. What do you got, Kelly? Uh, Doctor Strange continues to be really good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking the Chris Pacello or Bac. How do you say his name? Bacolo. I think Bacolo. Yeah, Bacolo. His art Pickle is up. amazing in that book. Yeah, it's having a lot of fun with the layouts in that book. Yeah, and speaking of amazing art, the second issue of Weird World was out this week, and I I'm really liking that book. It's not anywhere near. It's not the same as the Secret Wars miniseries at all, but it's just taking place in the kind of the same weird world i guess is the best way to put it it's a it's a really fun kind of barbarian book in marvel right now okay and it's a damundo right yeah so it looks amazing yeah that that alone is enough to get me to check that out i think yeah definitely so you didn't read the secret wars one i read the first issue maybe the first second second and i honestly just kind of fell by the wayside from all those other fucking books i kind of forgot about it okay yeah that out of the secret wars stuff that was one of my favorite ones i figured it'd be the one that i forgot about you didn't read like any of the good ones. 
yeah, yeah, because they didn't mark them as being the good ones. <laughs> I think I read them as being bullshit. <laughs> Speaking of Secret Wars number nine, finally comes out tomorrow. Holy shit! Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for their for it to the final page to be like to be continued in Secret Wars ten. Nah. <laughs> so nine is the last one. It was supposed yes. to be eight. Yeah, it was right. supposed to be eight. Right, right. I remember that. But yeah, finally, five yeah. issues in to Invincible Iron Man. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. Well, this is good this week. Um. Oh, the fade out wrapped up. Uh, Brew Baker and Phillips' m- most recent comic, and I'm have not gotten there yet. Is it good? I loved it. I'm yeah. super excited to reread it all in one sitting because it's definitely written like a novel. It really was made to be read in one sitting. I think. I believe that. Yeah, it's awesome. And yeah, then they I... announced new criminal in the back pages, so I'm excited for that. Way on board for that. Yep. Uh, what else was out this week? Oh, uh, Darth Vader, Volume 2. That book's really good. Yeah. And I don't really like Star Wars. Those Star Wars comics are really good. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really good. Kelly! What's your problem with Star Wars? I don't know. I don't dislike it. It's just I've never really... <laughs> I bet I've seen Spaceballs more times than I've seen all the Star Wars combined. <laughs> Spaceballs that's, that's, is great. That's passable. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it again, man. Like, if those movies were like more like those comics, I would like Star Wars a whole lot more than I already do. Yeah, yeah, those books are great. I think Star Wars Volume Two is out tomorrow, so I'm picking that up. I dig those murderous little droids he's got. Yes. Oh, and I was super excited to find out that with Vader down, they're not making me buy the same issue three times over across the trades. Oh, nice. Like, like I was worried they were going to. Yeah. I know a guy that buys all his Marvel books in trade. He bought the first issue of Black Vortex four times across four different times. No. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, Marvel likes to uh, reprint stuff. Oh, that's fucked up. My favorite thing is looking on the backs of the uh, Secret Wars miniseries trades because they've been throwing in random weird old shit with it. Like the the Kitty Pride and Star-Lord book. Comes with a random issue of Generation Next, the Age of Apocalypse book. What? Yeah. <laughs> Makes no goddamn sense. Are either of them like in a... that book? I don't. Th- I maybe. I'm guessing Kitty. Excuse me. I'm guessing Kitty Pride, but. I have Is that no Generation idea. Next a team of Pepsi advertisers? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they would. What they're doing, like because they don't want to put out a three-issue trade or something. Yeah, they're just padding stuff out. That's bullshit. One thing I was actually kind of hyped about when I, that they're doing with that is the Thor's trade comes with the three issues of the Walt Simonson Thor run with Frog Thor. Like, that's actually kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But um, Today, I read the first volume of a manga called Pluto. That's pretty great so far. It's taking a story arc from, the, from Astro Boy called The Greatest Robot on Earth. And it's like it, it kind of expands it and fleshes it out into an eight-volume series, and it's basically taking Astro Boy and mixing it with Blade Runner. It's what happens is there's the greatest robot on Earth 
Like he's this like Swiss robot that everyone loves, and he saves. He's like way into like tree conservation, and he saves lives and all. He's a, he's a superhero. And then something happens, and he's murdered. And they find his body is like torn apart, and by his head, someone stuck two like sticks in the ground to make it look like he has horns. Then oh. meanwhile, on that same day, there's a robot like rights activist who was also killed, and someone shoved two like metal things in his head to make it look like he has horns. That's kind of cool. So there's a serial killer going around. That's well, a robot murder mystery. Yeah. Right on. And the, the main detective goes to meet with this the first robot that murdered someone. He goes to talk to him to kind of like figure out what's going on with that. And the guy, and the, the, fir- the robot murderer gives him the tip that they're probably going after this group of robots that are called the Seven Great. Like, they're the seven greatest robots ever made. One of them is the detective. So he's got to solve this murder mystery pretty much to keep himself alive at this point. That's kind of fucking dun, cool. Dun, dun. Yeah, it's... I loved the first volume so huh, far. Right on. It's made by um, Nawaki Urasawa, who did other mangas like Monster and 20th Century Boys, if you've heard of those. And he is teaming up on this manga. Like it's, it's being supervised by uh, Tezuka, the guy who made Astro Boy. It's being supervised by his son. So I have most of the volumes right now. I've got a couple more in the mail. Through gift cards and other stuff, I managed to buy the entire series without spending any money. That's my- awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty psyched about that. That was pretty much my, ki- my Christmas gift to myself. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, so I'm excited to keep reading that. Yeah, I think all said and done, it's the same kind of deal. I, between the gift cards and everything, I think all these fucking Battle Charge robots, I think I have $22 in them. <laughs> nice. So yeah, gift cards are the best, you guys. And because I still had some Amazon gift card left over, watching uh, Labyrinth cost me 60 cents tonight. Shit, yeah, son. Oh, yeah, <laughs> boy. Yeah, that's, about, that's it for me. Okay. Anything nice? So I got this Kindle for Christmas. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I've got a, a USB with about 35 gigs worth of ill-gotten comic books on it. <laughs> but now i got to figure out how to read those comics on my Kindle. Let's go to the, uh, the app store and get a comic reader. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super so easy. I'm, uh, you know, I'm pushing 40 and... Technology and me aren't aren't as great together as we used to be. <laughs> so, so I'm like, how how I read these comic I, books? I can read books. Uh, <laughs> I legitimately took this USB and went to go stick it into my Kindle and realized that there wasn't a USB port. <laughs> Imagine just Mary walks in and you're just you're just pressing them together. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm ge- I'm handing off the uh Kindle to my wife once when she's not bleeding from her head and she's going to set it up for me like I'm her grandmother. <laughs> a good woman. But the comics that I was going to read first were issues 50 through 53 of Ninja Turtles. Yes. So as well they should uh, be. My heart was in the right place. <laughs> but your head was not. No. I was really hoping that you were gonna say the first thing you was gonna read you were gonna read was scanned issues of wizard. <laughs> oh 
Mahoney told me that there's uh, PDFs of old issues of Toy Fair out there that I need to get my hands on. Kind of rad. Oh, nice. It's awesome. What do you got, Jose? Uh, I had a light week. I picked <laughs> up uh, Nothing, Volume One. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty quick read. How was it? <laughs> uh, not bad. But I'll tell you what. Uh, during my poops, I've been whooping the computer's ass in spades. So <laughs> take that. I'm just my, my, my poops are gonna get much longer than they need to in about in two days. Because as soon as fucking Pocket Mortis comes out, all bets are off. <laughs> I went I ch- went to check in the app store to see if it like they had released it early or something. And there is already a Rick and Morty game in there where it's uh, Jerry's game. Oh my god, yeah. And you just pop balloons. Yeah, it's the worst. Like, I am amazed at the level of commitment they went to on the bit for that one. Because, like, making a mobile game isn't, like, free. You know what I mean? Like, they put money and time into it, and they just deliberately made the worst game possible, and it cracked me up. Because, <laughs> you know, I had to download it, and it's, like, every 50 balloons you pop, it gives you, like, this really overly excited fanfare, and you can, like, you know, trade the balloons for upgrades. Like, the upgrades include shit like, you know, pause button. And background music. <laughs> you got to uh, pop a thousand balloons before you can get a fucking pause button. So you have to work to make the game better? Yeah. And all it is, it's literally just popping balloons. They just tap in the screen. Because uh, Morty's dad played that game like in a cold open bit on one episode. And then decided to make the fucking game because they're lunatics over there. Yeah, Go showed me uh, the other day where we house. We watched a few episodes together, and he showed me this poster that showed up online with like a few of the evolution trees for some of the Mortys. And oh boy, oh I'm in. Like uh, there's a uh, like you know cat Morty, the Morty with the cat, and there's two cat Morty. The final <laughs> form is crazy cat Morty. <laughs> there's a Morty with like six cats all over him. Oh man, Pocket Mortys is gonna be so good. The Cronenberg Morty is one of the ones you can get, too. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. I'm pretty excited about it. God, Thursday is going to be a good day. Pocket Morty's comes out, and I should get my box of New Japan card cards. Yeah! <laughs> got him, got him, need him, got him, need him, got him. On that, let's fuck it. Yeah, that's it. After we, we went down, we're going out high. Let's fucking wrap it up. Take it home. It's good. I like it. I can already tell I'm going to spend a lot of money on stupid Japanese cards I don't need. Yeah, probably. I shouldn't have money. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the, I'm, I'm in a bit of a dry spell now. It's weird because like, I was so used to having shit come to the house all the damn time. But like, you know, there's no, there's nothing else. There's nothing else that, that I need for like another couple months. That's weird. <laughs> Keep which, means, you know, which is good because... I feel like Nicole was just getting to the point when she's starting to resent me a little bit. But <laughs> now, now I'm safe again for a little while. There you go. Yeah. I got, I got not one, but two waves of Transformers. I get to completely pass on. That's good. That'll build me some goodwill. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's the show, man. Uh, email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Or leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1-POP. And, uh, yeah, we'll play them shits all day. All day. Every day. Uh, yeah. So for 
uh, Jason Knight, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, live at uh, chat.panelsonpages.com. We love you. Good night and goodbye. We passed upon the stairs Spoken walls and well Although I wasn't there Said I was a strand Which came as a surprise I spoke into his eyes I thought you died Pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Boo!
Ha! Number 41, I just put black. (laughs) (laughs) That's Black Panther. I know it. I know it's Black Panther. And you already put it up? Yes. So that's on there. That's a, that list is out there. Yes. Black. Black. Oh, jeez. Cap's mom. <laughs> Gary Shandling. Yeah, you know, everyone's favorite Marvel movie character, Gary Shandling. <laughs> Cat Gary Denny. Hail Hydra Shandling. I love black. <laughs> black. <laughs> I didn't have enough room for Panther, and we were going so fast. I wanted to keep it going, so it was just it was I was like a court reporter. <laughs> I could tell you every person that's on this list. There's none that will stump me, especially Mister Black. <laughs> Black. <laughs> Beautiful thing. Uh, that makes that makes me so happy. <laughs> We're gonna get an email from the NCAACP. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's our post credit scene right there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.